everybody. Welcome to Frame Trap, very special Resident Evil Village episode. For it, I, of course, am joined by Chris Redfield himself, Michael Huber. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> and Ian Hank. Hey, I don't get somebody? Who do you want to be? Oh, Jill or Claire. Probably Jill. Jill's, Jill's, Jill's like the best Resident Evil character ever. Claire is also yeah, very yeah. cool. You can't go wrong. I think like the only the female the character all, can't go wrong. that I don't like is like that I'm Ashley. <laughs> no, Jessica. I don't like Jessica from Revelations. Oh, you can't even you can hardly even count her as a character, dude. Yeah, Revelations one. Yeah, <laughs> I've never never met her. Uh, never met her. I am your host, Ben Moore. I've been thinking about uh, replaying Revelations one. All I want to do is play Resident Evil, dude. Like I'm I'm not kidding. That's the only totally. thing I want. To play. I just I just bought them and put them both on my Switch, even though I've, oh, Revelations I never played one. I played I played Revelations two before, but nice. Um, I really like two a lot. <clears throat> I love two. Before we, I heard one is not as good. we get into Sorry. the no, you're good. Before we get into the Resident Evil talk, um, I the question I had for you guys, just because I'm curious, because I feel like all we ever talk about with each other is video games, which is great. Obviously, my favorite thing to talk about. But uh, what are you looking forward to for the rest of this year, 2021, that is not video game related? Is there anything that you have on the horizon that you're stoked for? Some movies. Give me a movie. And just like. Dune. Dune is a good pick. Dune, dude. Dune, dude. Dune Villeneuve. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm really looking forward Highly to? Highly anticipated. Matrix 4. Hell I want to see yeah. what, what is yep. going on with Matrix 4. The hell's Straight that going to be? Yeah. I am so optimistic about Matrix 4. I'm glad you said that, Ben. Mm-hmm. So optimistic. Very excited. It's time. It's time <clears throat> for the Matrix to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just excited to, like, live again yeah i know right <laughs> like what the fuck? It, it, yeah. like honestly what it kind of feels like is you know when you were a kid and you didn't have like a great concept of time and you would go to yeah. school and you're like this feels like an eternity and you just like and then when the bell rang and you got to go out of school it was just like the most liberating feeling that's kind of where we're at right now i feel like uh, yeah, yeah i've got senioritis yeah. real hard yeah. like i'm ready to graduate out of out of pandemic and I mean, like, we're fortunate that we're at where we're at because, like, other places are definitely mm-hmm. still yeah. struggling with it. Yeah, so, fighting. Absolutely. Um, Huber, I'm also really looking forward to Spiral from the Book of Saw. It's probably yeah. going to be terrible, but I really like Chris Rock. Yes. I really like Samuel Jackson. Uh, and I like Saw despite the fact that I don't think Saw is currently very good. Totally, but uh, you know things like Halloween, the Halloween reboot, prove that you know franchises can be down but not out. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know Halloween H two O is sick, so don't uh, don't think I hate that. I, I hate to break your heart. I, I don't know if I told you this before or not, but I am not a big fan of the Halloween twenty eighteen reboot. Yeah, I know that's yeah, shocking. I know, to me. I and love I know you it love it. So I know much. you love it. And I think a lot of people like it, but <laughs> I think that was one where I had hyped myself up so much mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. it, when I saw it, it didn't, it didn't meet my expectations. Yeah, so, I get um, that totally. Overhype. It's, it's a thing. It's real. Yeah, it's real yeah, it deal. Definitely, it definitely happens. Uh, Parasitium. Very real. Oh yeah, <laughs> Parasited. Parasite. Parasite is so an amazing good. film. Parasite is an incredible film, but like. 
the the hype at the time was like Parasite is the best film ever made, and yeah. I was just like, I saw it, and I was like, this is a very very good movie. Right. Yeah. How right. do you live up to that? Right. Like, How do you live up to that? The you greatest can't. of all time. Yeah. What's your? Uh, I literally heard someone say that. Yeah. What's your Black Widow enthusiasm at right now? I was legit looking at the posters twenty minutes ago. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Not I'm really excited too. I feel like this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty stoked. It, it just feels like it, you know, because it was planning on coming out like, however long ago. It just it's been yeah. such a long, uh, long period. Ben, I'm excited it. because to me, with our situation, it represents the f- near the end right. of these movies at home COVID times. Yes, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's still about a month away. I'm getting my second shot in a week. Nice. Getting mine at the end of the still month. Still not, yeah, still not ready to go back to the movie theater. So it'll be a couple more months, but mm-hmm. this is kind of the last big, like, yeah. Here it is at home. Yeah. So cool. Well, let's not hold this off any longer. What everyone came to listen to, uh, let's discuss Resident Evil Village, which we have Famicom all. Famicom Detective Club. Famicom, that's it, baby. <laughs> Here we go. There's definitely like one person in the audience that's like, oh. No, please make it Famicom Detective Club. <laughs> Watch my preview. I already said said stuff about it. Uh, but we all finished Resident Evil Village, which is nice. So we, I feel like we can all really uh, dig into it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're not going to get into crazy story stuff. Uh, that'll be for a spoiler mode, which we'll be shooting. I don't even remember, but we're we're shooting it at some point this week. We've we've rescheduled it yeah. like yeah. five times. Soft lock for this week. Um, yeah, it's this week. We will be talking about general impressions, though. So if you uh, don't want to hear any of that stuff. There is timestamps in the description uh, so you can easily avoid this conversation. Uh, but let's dig in. Uh, Huber, you know, you got your review out there. You kind of got the official yeah. Easy Allies word out there. But uh, Ian, mm-hmm. like I know, yeah. I, Ian, I know you're very into Resident <laughs> Evil. Um, Love it. But I just feel like I have not heard your opinion <laughs> on Resident Evil as much as I've heard on some of the other allies. And so I'm kind of curious because I know you just also finished seven for the first time recently and i actually yeah. just replayed all of seven recently uh like this like y- yesterday we were doing like end of zoe dlc but anyway uh curious to get your opinion on seven and then seven going into eight uh, yeah i just i i never got through seven because the first person near the first person um not narrative but uh perspective mm-hmm. freaked me out it was, it was really scary back when it came out and the the beginning of that game and I think Brad even said to me as I was like, man, this game is so scary. He was like, the beginning is scary. And then it's like, not anymore. And he was so right. And then oddly, because a lot of people have said that eight was really scary to them. It didn't scare me at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was because I had my girlfriend watching with me. Um, and like, so I could defer all my fear into her or something. But like, yeah, I just found it cozy and fun and like four vibes all across the board. The, the scariest part i think for me was uh the bene is it bene viendo is that how you say that yeah bene, oh, bene viento. yeah something like that that yeah. that house that was the, that was the scariest part but everything else i think and i i i say this actually as a compliment because a lot of people are complaining about the dialogue and like ethan's character but i think like i appreciated <laughs> the cheesiness of it because ethan would always say something like incredibly dumb Mm-hmm. And like not his one-liners after killing a boss are yeah. like so bad. Yeah. yeah. Except for one of them, I don't remember which boss, but he just goes eat shit, and I was yeah. like, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. 
John McClane vibes or something. Yeah, yeah. Ethan is very funny uh, in that game. But outside of, I guess, the uh, the Fear Factory, because there's, there's quite a few gameplay changes from yeah. 7 to 8. So how do those fare with you? 8, play, playing through 8 made me remember what I love most about Resident Evil mm-hmm. and what I felt was missing from 7. Mm. Um, I liked 7, but I don't, I don't like hold it in the same regard as the others because the stuff I love are like checking through the maps, like mm-hmm. upgrading my guns, <laughs> finding secrets. Um, the merchant, like the Duke is just amazing Duke, in this. Um, yeah. And, and so like that kind of stuff and just like the more whimsical vibe yeah, kind of is, is back. Mm-hmm. Like, this one really, it really is like a bastard child of seven and four and with a little bit of one in there. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just so right what I'm after. Plus it's got gothic horror, like <laughs> vampires and, and werewolves and, and I'm just all about it. <laughs> um, I, when, I, when I was in the beginning of the game, I was like, this is pretty much Resident Evil 4 too. Like the, the, yeah. the amount that they took from Resident Evil 4 was... Like you, you know that going into it, right? With the merchant mm-hmm. and but it, it's beyond that. I think with some of the encounters and just kind of the feel of the game. But by the time I got done with the end of the game, I was like, "This is kind of every Resident Evil just mishmashed into one." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the later part feel like Revelations too, kind of mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I would I would say yeah, the there's later there's a little something of everything in it. Yeah, you're right. Almost have like a. Like Resident Evil Five, Resident Evil Six feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they got it, some pursuers in there in terms of in terms of how they're <laughs> paced, but um, they really did. Yeah, the pursuer like throughout, like they use they use every trick yeah. in the Resident Evil book, like for real. I they think got a car in there <laughs> in the yeah. demo, right? You put it. It's like there's it's been cars wild. in like every Resident Evil now, <laughs> like seven remake three. This there's one. a there's a boat, the, like dude. Yeah. The Oh, the vehicle section in this is so mm-hmm. funny. Um, so, yeah, it does. It has all these things. But I think what makes the game so hard to put down is it really is just so excellently paced. I mean, outside of a couple of instances, any particular gameplay style that they kind of latch onto doesn't last long enough to wear out its welcome. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw people complaining about how action-heavy it gets at the end of the game, and it, it definitely does, but I never thought, like, those sections overstayed their welcome. Yeah. Uh, and I think the combat is so satisfying on a fundamental level that even when things were really action-oriented, I think the mechanics of the game really carried it forward. Yeah, and they're so deliberate, the encounters at yeah. the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's you're shooting a lot, obviously, but... It's like one but or two like, enemies coming at you in tight quarters. Oh, like and I love still... how fast some of the enemies are. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's kind of a Resident Evil like thing. Yeah, like, exactly. Even I think like yes. even back to two and especially yep. three, like they start as survival horror and end as action. Mm-hmm. Like kind of. Yeah. Even the original fixed cameras, I think of like so much action. Like re- the original Resident Evil 2, there's a lot of action yeah, in the game. It's a lot well, of shooting. Because <laughs> you've upped your arsenal. Yeah. You've like you know, so like you're more powerful by the end of the game. Comparing it um, to seven and having having seven be fresh in my mind, I, I feel like my own evaluation of that game has gone up even more. I, I really do like that game. But to your point, Ian, I, I do sort of agree because like 
the weapons that you have in the game are just sort of what you have. And I, I feel like you don't have as many interesting decisions to make as you do in eight. And I, I, I honestly think they've pretty much perfected the upgrading and how mm-hmm. it feeds into every other element into that game. Cause yeah. whether it was like me getting to the Duke and upgrading my weapon, like I, I would really be like, I could see multiple cases here. Like, I feel like I'm using pretty much my entire arsenal depending on the situation. And so what I upgrade and things are expensive enough that it's like a real decision. And then that would also kind of that same mentality would carry over to the crafting as well, mm-hmm. especially in the late later in the game where I feel like you, because it is more action focused, you kind of need to rely on the crafting even more. Mm-hmm. And like, just times when it's like, ah, I should have crafted this instead of that, or this would have been useful here. And I, I love that. I think those decisions really keep you invested in the moment to moment and prevent you from going on autopilot. Totally. The chem Absolutely. fluid specifically, I think, is balanced really well, as mm-hmm. are the herbs. You know, I never had too many health potions. And like sometimes when I did have a lot, I would then all of a sudden find myself like, oh, I only have like, couple left gotta watch out for these mm-hmm. and yeah same with the chem fluid uh ben like you were saying just because that's how you make like shotgun ammo and right. health so having to like prioritize between those two things i loved that yeah it was yeah. always I loved so that. nerve-wracking yeah <laughs> and it seemed like they balanced it well where like you're feeling flush and then you get into a scenario yeah. where you're like you use almost everything <laughs> and you're like well all right yeah. like, oh, shit. back to square one yeah, yeah um and, and Huber, I, I also love when I feel like the game is teaching me without, like, you know, getting in my face about it. And for the most part, I think Hardcore was a really satisfying experience because I felt like the game was teaching me, like, okay, like, shotgun ammo is pretty hard to come by. So you can't just use the shotgun. Like, what you want to do is you want to use the shotgun, knock them down, and then finish them off with the pistol mm-hmm. where you'll have more plentiful ammo. Or being like... Hey, if you use an explosive, really make sure you get value out of it. You know, use it on big groups to thin them up and spread them oh, out. And throwing so a just... pipe bomb in a group. The... Yes. Pipe bomb in a group yes. is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very good. The only thing about the pipe bomb, and this is a super minor nitpicky complaint, is especially at first, it would be kind of hard to gauge exactly where the pipe bomb was going to throw go. Like yeah, how hard yeah, is Ethan yeah. throwing or Ethan throwing this? I wish there was like you know, like little dots or something that would let you know, but it, you, you mm. kind of... I, I always throw it, like, so close. I'm always like, yeah, shit! Yeah. <laughs> Panic. And it's it's really not that big of a deal because you do get used to it, but, yeah. Nice. Uh, what did you guys think of the treasures and puzzles and stuff like that? I loved it. <laughs> the treasures were fantastic, uh, Huber, and I uh, that's simply something I wanted to bring up because... I loved scouring this game. It was so yeah. much fun. And I think they really did a nice job of giving you things that were kind of right in your face and having like going into a room and having like a few like glowing things here that you could show, shoot down, but not like not overdoing it to the point where it mm-hmm. becomes a pain. And like the village is kind of a labyrinth enough that it's like kind of a struggle to get through, but it's not so sprawling and big that mm-hmm. like when you get done with one of the four lords, you're like, oh God, this again, like you're excited to do it because it's the perfect size. <laughs> yeah. um, the puzzles I think were pretty bad. Oh, okay. Um, 
I think uh, the reason I say that is because I think in an IGN interview or something like that, they were like, mm. we're really proud of the puzzles and we really think mm -hmm. we fit the, the, the right balance. And like, I can barely tell you any puzzle that I had to put like even a second of thought into the, uh, the blood draining, the statues, the statues. Yeah, you have yeah. to like move some statues. But they like they, they, there's like that note that's just like this is what it yeah. is. I, yeah. I mean like that one I fiddled around with for a little bit <laughs> oh, for that sure. One, yeah. yeah. But and then there's like yeah. a cool like fuse one when you lower the water, just like having to like twist the thing kinda. Oh, with the boxes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I then there just... was another the cool one, I remember there was like an optional one for treasure where you had to like move the the boxes up. There were like a bunch of switches. I did like oh, the yeah. ball. Yeah. Like that was fun. The ball ones. The labyrinth ones. Yeah. 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 yeah there's a good variety. I felt like. Yeah. I just feel because I um, I did uh was doing some band footage from Resident Evil Seven Huber, mm -hmm. and the uh the bedroom tape. Yeah. Tricky is, as hell. It is. It's super tricky, but it's really satisfying to think out, figure out. And I was uh, playing Resident Evil Remake as well with Chris, and I think the puzzles in that game. Are really satisfying and so yeah i just but saying they're bad is probably like too harsh but they weren't they weren't high points for me i didn't Got i it. didn't they, they felt more like roblox <laughs> rather than like i didn't have that moment where i was like dude i feel so clever for figuring that out i didn't i yeah. didn't have that moment got it yeah they didn't they didn't seem like puzzles to me as much as just kind of like lore-based door opening mechanisms yeah uh which were i i thought they were fun but yeah i i, I was like trying when you were saying puzzles i was like i only really thought about the labyrinth mazes, a couple flame ones too you gotta like the, yeah the lure the one to fire. get that coffin open was the weirdest one yeah where you had to like kind of think about it that's like the only one where i was like how do i get both of these to do this yeah um, um what i did love and gosh it was so hype um because It'll mark like super valuable treasures on your map, and uh, there's there's that grave right where you have to like put the nameplate there. Yep. And uh, yeah. when you put the nameplate on, my first playthrough. When you put the nameplate on, you have just this incredibly difficult fight, like yep. this super boss basically. And when those moments happened, and you're like burning through all of your resources to try to get this super valuable thing. I loved that, man. Like yeah, that kind dude. of stuff made exploration mm -hmm. so so incredibly satisfying. Yeah. So when fun. you know you know that the treasures are really well balanced in a Resident Evil game or any game like this when like the reward for a challenge like that is just a sellable item mm -hmm. yeah. and you're like happy about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like like it's it doesn't have to be a gun every time. It doesn't have to be a thing like cuz you want that the lay or whatever they're called the mm -hmm. money. Um, yeah, it's really good. And, uh, I love the idea of the combinable treasures, uh, yeah. really yes. making you, um, I botched one of them and I like, yeah, I, botched I one sold, of them too. I sold the ring or yeah. something and I, yeah. I didn't to get put the an other thing it. for the ring. That's what mine that was. That one's tough. That one. That that. You need an eye. I had the eye and then I looked at the eye and I was like, shit, I could have put it in the silver ring probably. I love like, that. I love that. I love the idea of, I, 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 I thought of you, Ben, when I was mm. playing this because I thought you would love the idea of I really want to explore this place, but I'm being chased and holy shit, it's dangerous. Like, yeah. I got funneled out of the castle way before I could, like, complete everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, dude, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm out of there. 
Well, just yeah, the idea of like Red yeah. Room still. When yeah, I, just yeah. wanting to explore it all and just like not being able to. Oh yeah, you can't go back. Definitely, <laughs> and and like wanting to. I love the decision because this this is like classic survival horror. It's the best. It's like when you're at the item box in Resident Evil and you're trying to think of what to bring with you. Like yeah. being at the Duke and being like, okay, I'm gonna go over here. Like, do I have everything I need? Do I want to spend this money now? Do I want to save yeah. it for this really expensive gun upgrade? Um, Huber, I was actually really my one of my biggest concerns going into Village is I was like, all right, seven, two remake, and three remake have all been like really heavy on pursuers, and like yeah. I think yeah. pursuers are cool, totally. but it's like don't overdo it. I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> ah, like I, I'm kind of sick of this. Like I, I want there to be some new ideas. And I think they handled it perfectly in Village. Like, I agree. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that it was kind of isolated to yeah. the castle. I think it was really well utilized there. Um, mm-hmm. And it didn't overstay its welcome. So I was, I I was way okay with it. I agree, dude. I, pursuers are, I mean, Huber, you know this. Pursu- yeah. Pursuers are not my favorite element yeah. in Resident Evil. I actually kind of don't like it. Um, but in this one, I thought, yeah, it was super well done. And it felt... It felt correct. I mean, it felt like Mr. X and two remake, which I thought was really good. Like, yeah. it's just like a, it's like a, an auto scroller where it's just like yeah. you can't, you can't hang in a certain area and like auto scroller you know, coming for you. Yeah, you you like know the danger zones, so it really gives like a certain kind of intensity to certain parts of the castle where you're just like, oh god, like yeah. I can't be over here. Like, yeah, That's funny. so so much fun, dude. Plus, I mean, it's Lady Dimitrescu, so like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Even though I'm I'm more partial to the daughters personally. They were so cool. From a from a from a thirsty standpoint. Um, (laughs) Before this game, my preference was definitely uh, either you know classic Resident Evil or like the two remake three remake control style. Um, I just I just love the way that those games felt. After a village, I'm not sure I hold that opinion anymore. Like I am way into what they're doing control wise and perspective wise with village. And it just, it just felt so good. And I think the guard is much better utilized um, in this game. I, one, I just think it's more necessary, especially since how fast some of the enemies like the lichens are. Um, And like, you know, you and I were talking about it, Huber on hardcore. It's like you get hit and you're not guarding and like goodbye to your life. Yeah. Uh, But also I think pushing them away uh, really helps as well. The Lycans are now one of my favorite video game enemies of all time. Mm. All, like, I don't even care. Fighting these things, so fun. Yeah. Shooting with the pistol and just, like, seeing the, the like, their flesh just kind of, and, like, the, they're all riddled with bullet holes. Yeah. Their heads pop off. They're relentless. They're dangerous. The way they move and stuff, they're, like, the way they would stalk you two before a combat encounter, they, like, rise up on the buildings. Yeah. They're just yeah, so Yeah, seeing them, fun. like, perched, it was always really good. Yeah. Um, I oh, saw a lot so of cool. people complaining about the, the bullet-spongy nature of the enemies, and I think... When you don't have anything upgraded, I can kind of see yeah. where people are coming from. In the but very once, beginning, once sure. you get upgraded, I actually think the way that they react is really perfect because, um, you know, they, they, they don't stagger with every shot, 
But that really adds to the tension. I loved the <laughs> moments where I'm like trying to finish off a lichen with my auto pistol, and like you just have that moment where it's like, all right, I just gotta unload. Like I, yeah, I can't, please I can't focus shot anymore. Like I have to, I have to unload. And I, I love that just se- that sense of an, an unstoppable force, you know, yeah. inches away from your face. Uh, yeah. I think is is definitely a very powerful feeling for sure. And that makes headshots even more important. Oh. Because oh, the yeah. headshots usually stagger. Yeah. But yeah. these things are moving all over the place. And like you said, they're like, it's they got hard. you in a corner, dude. It's yeah. like, ah! <laughs> I wonder what it's like playing on a mouse. Because I, I like, oh, it's so it was good. tough. It was tough for me to get headshots on the PS5, man. Like, I would mostly just do body shots because I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't hit them. I, I got so much out of the mouse aiming that like, oh, I it's, bet. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely pref- my preference. Um, Fuck, what was I gonna say? Uh, How was the ray about... tracing on PC? So I didn't I didn't use ray tracing because okay. it lowered my FPS. So I, I was prioritizing so even, FPS. So even I've heard ray tracing on PC, even if you have a really crazy good computer, even that is pretty taxing. Uh. Is that kind of the word around the that's just what I've heard to like... It was taxing on my system. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I didn't want to have do the drops. 4K ray tracing, I heard is just like absurdly taxing. Yeah, I did I did 1080p60 is what I did. Got it. Um, that's the way to go. I wanted to talk about the the hunting just to like lament a decision that I made. Because um, did I, you sell the juicy game I did. with me? So yep. yes, because yep. yep. okay, because yep. at the point that I got it, you don't have the recipes. Unlocked, I know, and dude. I'm like, well, you know, I'll probably yeah. get more of this, right? Like you yeah. probably farm it, right? And yep. it was like, the, the, you know, the merchant was going to give me like I think 7,500 lay, and I was like, oh, I'll yeah. just sell it and get it later, only yeah. to find that. Yep. You don't. There's only one. And two, it's for the large health upgrade. And you're like, damn. I know, dude. Luckily, the game was fine without getting that meal. But <sighs> I was I was really worried. I was even thinking like, dude, should I restart? I yeah, I, I, was I definitely had a panic moment. I I like I was gonna tell all of you. I was gonna be like, yo, pro tip. Yeah. Don't sell your food. Don't. But I'm like, nope, nope, spoilers, nope, not yeah. doing it, not doing it. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't know there was food at all until like <laughs> late in the game because mm-hmm. i i was i i normally don't kill innocent things unless they attack me mm-hmm. and so i didn't the the, the blue crows the juicy the juicy game uh was the the first thing Wait i shot minute. because you play like, monster just, hunter I'm well put... i feel bad about okay. it all right <laughs> but uh but no but the 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 juicy uh game was the first yeah thing i got because that it was just so conspicuous. I won't yeah. say what it is, but like the, the thing that it is is so conspicuous. I was like, all right, I've played four. Like, obviously yeah. I'm supposed to shoot this. And then I saw the thing and I was like, oh, and then I went through and just killed every animal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I, so I got all the meals. I was very proud of myself that I had, I had gotten every special hunt animal before I found the photograph nice. of, of them, which was fun. Good shit. But yeah. Yeah. The meals are cool. I like that dude. there's not too many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you were said, like you said, Ben, just the pacing is is so perfect. Just from from overwhelming terror to slow burn exploration yeah. to pursuers to optional exploration and puzzles and hunts. Like, yeah, the game just well, moves and, and knows when to when to slow down and knows when to accelerate. I I think. And- just about sorry that I interrupted Ian. Oh, um, the the one area where I really think it could improve is the end, ish. Uh, the storytelling like the in a way where mm. like 
the the story of this game doesn't really happen until like the very end. And I appreciate a good mystery and a good build Love up. Love the mystery, yeah. Uh, and so I do appreciate that. But you pretty much just have like this lore dump room at the end, which is fine. But I think where they drop the ball is the story on the lords. I think sounds yeah. really interesting, but you don't get that much of it. And mm-hmm. I think that kind of yeah. would have uh, uh, maybe abated the, the complaint that I have is, is like, I wish there were some juicier story moments, like kind of peppered throughout. Like, I think it's okay to leave things, something shrouded in mystery until the end. But yeah. um, honestly, I, well, I feel like and- the story doesn't get told until the very end. Yeah. Well, lot, yeah. A lot of things are contextualized well after you're, done with them yeah mm-hmm. which is it's a choice and it's interesting but like definitely changes how you feel about something in the moment right yeah i, I kind of have the same feeling i did after remake three where it's like oh dlc will alleviate that oh, right. thing or like it'll add to that and it's like well there's no guarantee so hopefully like there's so many yeah. directions without getting not getting into anything oh yeah so many like, where, so many areas yeah. you could focus your dlc on and it would add so much oh, and here's so. what's really frustrating just having uh just revisiting seven again the dlc for seven is outstanding like it's so good you talk about all the angles that you could take and i feel like they took like so many right angles with the seven yeah. dlc and it's like if you yeah. really care about the fates of certain characters or elaboration mm-hmm. on certain things. They do a good job of giving you that. And there's like no DLC for eight announced yet. Nope. So we, it has three to happen. Remake, three it remake has didn't, to. It didn't That's happen. what we said about three remake. We're yeah. like, oh, there, there's going to be a hundred percent. And it just never well, but, came. But the funny thing though, like, and I mean, I'll eat crow on this if, if, <laughs> if there aren't DLC, there but like, be, dude. There, well, it's, it's a weird thing because just the vibe of this game it feels like a real Resident Evil game again. Mm-hmm. Like, like seven, I really liked, but it doesn't quite feel like it doesn't have the same feel. It like, and the fact that there's no new game plus really in seven, whereas this one has a super robust one, and like, like getting all the meals like can kind of take more than one playthrough and stuff. And it's just like that feels like a return to form. Mm-hmm. And to me, like especially with all the like like the Ada chapter in, in four and stuff like this one feels so right. Yeah, right. So primed. Rife primed for like four just dope ass. Well, yeah. And that's the thing where they go with the story. It's like, it's literally begging for DLC. Mm-hmm. Like I, it, it's, it's begging it, for nine. Like well, they're setting up the next game. Hopefully like, Reverse doesn't get all the uh, DLC attention, kind of like Resistance. Dude, I, kind of, Resistance I, didn't even get that much support. It was so weird. I yeah. want to go to the Capcom offices and I want to be like, look, we need to kill Cancel Reverse this. and put this into like some sick Ada yeah. Wong DLC, please. Yeah. Like, just so many. Yeah. So many. And, and there's, there's some. Not only do the, does the concept art talk about cut stuff, but in some of the trailers. There's shots in the in the official Resident Evil Village trailers oh, wow. that are not in the main game. Mm. So it's like, what? Mm. What the heck? Yeah, if you go back and you watch one of that, the, like the first trailer, I think, there's a couple shots where it's like, that wasn't well, in the game. And like, not to mention uh, mercenaries. Like, yeah. Cap- this is a Capcom that has Monster Hunter. And like their ongoing mm-hmm. support of Monster Hunter has been amazing. So like, Will they do that kind of stuff with mercenaries? Like they supported with RENet or whatever 
um, that one mode in um, shit. Which game was Are that? <laughs> Revelations. Yeah, Revelations Two, I think. Yeah, yeah. the the like sort of mercenaries esque mode. Oh, raid mode, dude. Love raid mode. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they they added stuff to that for a while, mm-hmm. and like I, I definitely feel like they'll upgrade mercenaries. Would you want or not want classic maps? for mercenaries like oh, sure. raccoon I mean, police oh, department yeah. for sure first person yeah. i mean they've got them in re engine already um man maybe this is just my experience but i feel like every time i've had to interact with re net it's been like yeah not great better than you play okay. better than you play <laughs> by by a lot <laughs> better than you play um going back to kind of the design and the exploration uh i i really think they nailed kind of the hub structure so, so well. And I think part of that is when you would go and you would do something, I feel like you would get multiple things out of it. Like Mm -hmm. going after a treasure, you wouldn't just get that treasure, but you'd also do some like hunting or like, you know, you, there would be some other thing that you would kind of find some along the way. Some goat collectible or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it felt like, you know, whichever direction you kind of darted off into the village, it felt mm-hmm. like you were accomplishing a lot. And I think that is what made the feeling of exploration so satisfying. Yeah. And Huber, throwing it to you, because I know we had this conversation in the past. I love the color-coded system for for maps and (laughs) and when it's blue, you've cleared it and stuff. And you're like, I don't prefer that. And seven doesn't have that. Yeah. Uh, Would you, would you rather it be like a seven style kind of map or do you like what they did here? I would like the hardest mode to maybe get rid of it. I think that'd be a great compromise. I think that'd be a village of shadows or something. If it like just removed that, um, because if it's there, I'm going to use it and you're encouraged and you don't want to waste time looking in a room for something if you've already cleared it, you know, right. at least on your on your first playthroughs and stuff, you're getting accustomed to it. So right. you're definitely going to use that. But like checking the map and then looking and then checking the map, like it does kind of like get me into a game rhythm rather than like being there. Yeah, I get that. I, uh, you know, which I is think fine. The, the difficulty is you nailed it. That That's yeah. a that's a perfect answer. Yeah. Part of the abstraction of that, though, is what I love about the more classic Resident Evil feeling. Yeah. Like, Organize like your video... inventory is that, and right. I love it. The, yeah. The gamey aspect yeah. of it, like shooting down a birdcage totally. with some money yeah. in it. Like, it just feels arcadey, and I love it. Yeah. Um, one criticism that I did have the more I thought about it, though, kind of relates to the color-coded map system and health system and stuff, is that the accessibility in this game is not very good. Mm. Like, it doesn't have good subtitle options with like speaker names. It doesn't have um, like vibration stuff is only for kind of jump scares and stuff. Like some of the goats made me think like, man, if you don't, if you don't have hearing or like playing without sound for whatever reason, like some of these goats you just won't yeah. find. Cause like the one, there's like one on, like that you pass by uh, on an elevator at one point, And it's like, if I hadn't heard that, I wouldn't have known it was there. And like, yeah, and I mean, obviously, you have to have customizability for your subtitles in that case, because like, I ha- I have the use of my ears, so I wouldn't want to have a subtitle that says like goat noise or whatever. But um, if I didn't, you know, like you're missing out in a huge totally. way. So I, I do call. wish that yeah. I do wish that Capcom and and other, I don't know if it's like strictly a Japanese uh, developer problem, but like I I do feel like there's some catching up to do to uh, the, with the likes of like what Naughty Dog and Insomnia 
are insomniac are doing mm-hmm. um because like they're really top Sucker of the class punch, goes some, to some of that. yeah stuff. yeah like For it's sure. just it, it should it shouldn't be a it should be a given now yeah. it, it shouldn't be uh, a question anymore totally but i mean yeah, like, even that's, the visual that's options, like my only complaint <laughs> even the visual options there's like nothing you can really do you can turn ray tracing and hdr on or off and mess with yeah. the brightness and then on obviously on pc the graphic settings are substantial there's a lot of sliders yeah. and toggles and, and, and capcom does this really great thing on pc mm-hmm. where it'll tell you what it's taxing and how much it's taxing when that. you change oh, it that's and cool. it's, yeah capcom has been specifically with resident evil doing a great job on the pc versions um this is also i think one of the few games in like in a while or at least that i can think of off the top of my head where i'm like I wish this was longer. I could, <laughs> I could take, oh, wow. more, I could take more of this. Like, I, and I don't even think it's. That's too been a short. huge debate. Uh, but it's been a huge sticking point, Ben. For this game. Oh my gosh! Is yeah, right too before long or? No, it's not. Right before, just before the game came out, and before the reviews were posted, a lot of people. It's like this huge thing about game length again, and like, mm. oh, ten hours is too short or summon for a video game and then we were just talking about you know and then it spiraled into resident evil length and replayability and well i think that's a whole big thing yeah i think that's how they they do a good job with the replayability um Mm -hmm. with all the options that you have uh you also have village of shadows you also have mercenaries and so i you know i think there's plenty to dig into it's just what i'm saying is I loved it so much that like, I, yeah, like I want the DLC yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's totally. really a, a, a compliment to the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. It took me 15. I went slow. Yeah. I went slow too. It took me about 15. In game or like real that. life? Uh, in my game time was like 1230. Mm. Oh, wow. uh, but I died a mine bunch. Was, mine was 10 and a half. I the, think. the, Clock stops when you do everything. When you're in the Duke's shop, when you're messing with your inventory, obviously when you're paused, when you're reading documents, like mm-hmm. so. Um, super incredibly minor thing, but uh, when you get close to boxes, it's nice that you don't have to equip the knife to break them. You can just yes. hit a button to break them. But <sighs> especially later on in the game, the break icon would come up. Ethan would swing and he wouldn't hit anything. And it's like, Whiff. yeah, it's like, yeah. why would you have the icon yeah. available if he's not going to break the box? Yeah. So that was, I just always had my knife out because okay. I thought it was faster. And there are some things that don't have the icon that you can break and they drop like a couple hundred bucks, mm. a couple hundred lay. I always broke it manually too, yeah. but like there was, there was one scenario where like, I won't, I mean, we're playing fast and loose with spoilers kind of, but like, there was a segment where there was like a trap and like there was a box to break and I died the first time because I was trying to push the break thing yeah. to like break it yeah. and it got me killed because it didn't Shit. work and then the trap breaks it, you know, So, but it's just like, all right, all That's right. Funny. That's like, funny. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That trap, it yeah. took me a few times because I didn't realize that there was a hole you were supposed to go into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Watch Brad's stream, dude. He gets it on the first try. I was like, nice. what? Nice. Yeah. Like, I, got it, I got it on the second try when I wasn't trying to get into the boxes, <laughs> which I count as my first. <laughs> um, you know, obviously we'll talk about it in the spoiler mode, uh, but I just want to get kind of a quick impression here. Um, I got really into the lore of this game and I've been getting more into the lore of Resident Evil. Uh, and needless to say, the story in this game is 
bonkers. Like, it, there are just some things that happen that are absolutely crazy. Uh, Huber, as kind of like a, a longtime Resident Evil lore aficionado, was the story satisfying for you? Full stop, yes. Yes, full stop. But definitely some questions. A lot left open. Yes. And I'll tell you. It's not you, a full stop if you say but. I know, I know. Because <laughs> I, I just want to make sure that, like, it's a, I'd, I'd love it. Yeah. You know, obviously have my little questions and nitpicks. But the only thing I didn't like was kind of Heisenberg, you know? I think Heisenberg I just, might be my favorite lord. Yeah. I just, I liked Heisenberg. But maybe just because that that whole section goes on a little too long. Um, but that was like the first time through. That was my only kind of like, eh, but then I, I've beaten it twice now. Mm-hmm. So then on my second time, I was like, I liked it a little more. But initially, Heisenberg, I thought, was kind of like whatever to me. He, I think he takes he takes a second to warm up yeah. to because he's you're not you're not certain of the tone of the game at yeah. first when you meet him. Yeah. And so like. He's almost like Shakespearean yeah. uh, in a way. So like it takes a second to like get used to it. Maybe. Totally. I, I think the reason why I, I liked him so much and I, I can definitely see people complaining a lot about the factory, but I loved the factory, even though it was way longer than cool. a lot of the other parts of the game. I loved it. I thought it was so much fun. I really liked the enemies that were there. Yeah. Um, but what I like about Heisenberg is what he wants and his kind of position is very different from the other three lords. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like that about him. Um, yeah. For sure. But how do you feel about Ethan Winters after this? I love Ethan Winters. I like him. Loved him, loved him after 7. I know a lot of people didn't, but mm-hmm. uh, liked him. Liked him a lot after 7. I, what I like, and I'll... I'll try to be careful not to get too specific on this, but I like that this game made a lot of stuff make more sense about seven and, and this game. Like yeah. a friend of mine isn't finished with it yet. And he, he keeps bitching about certain things. Like it's like, this is abs- like absurd. Like, like just like, I can't really specify, but like, yeah, I wanted to say like, just keep playing. Like right. <laughs> everything gets explained. Like they kind of account for everything, which is sort of cool um yeah answers and questions i don't and implications dude implications yeah i think implications is correct there's a lot they they are putting pieces on the board um i don't understand the complaints that like anything in resident evil like is too absurd like full stop Resident Evil is like one of the most absurd video game series that there is. It's like Kingdom Hearts level absurd. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Maybe not quite that much. Maybe it's like second to King Kingdom Hearts and like Devil May Cry with with absurdity. But it's it's like yeah, it's definitely extremely absurd. A whimsical series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like which people I think don't appreciate all the time. Bonkersness for sure. I mean, it's kind of a it's a tongue in cheek sort of. It's like tongue in cheek minus. Like it's not a parody, obviously, but it's arcadey. Yeah. Like it, it oh, has yeah. that kind of just it's like super serious, but it also vibe. doesn't take itself seriously. It, right. It, it, it has like the tone of a Dreamcast game. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, it does. Just that kind of like irreverent nineties yeah. vibe that like yeah. Resident Evil when it's at its A game, like just exudes. Yeah. Resident Evil is a Dreamcast game. It's just radical. <laughs> Code Veronica. Yeah, Code Veronica. Uh, speaking yeah, of 
absurd stories. Code Veronica. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, but uh, moving on. Have you guys dug oh, into mercenaries ahead. mode? I have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't put like a ton of time into it, but I, I after I beat the game last night, did I beat the game last night? I think it was last night. I d- d- dove into mercenaries mode and, and did the first map. Um, nice. A couple yeah, of times. I've done. Cool. I've done, yeah, two runs maybe. I got like a B the first time and an A the second time. Cool, cool. I got hit once, uh, my A run, and and like I had like 600,000 points, and I was like, yeah, this is sick, you know? And then I looked at the little chart, and I was like, how much do yeah, you need for it? like a million and a half what? or something, yeah. <laughs> it's like 800,000 or something for... I like, I missed I missed S by like, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand or a couple hundred thousand. Um, but Huber, it's like immediately engaging because and like i think mercenaries is an argument for how good that combat is already Mm -hmm. because like getting in there and just like fighting you know in like a high pressure situation is so much fun it's Um, so stressful dude and i i think there are just the right amount of wrinkles to it you know uh like the new abilities and stuff like i don't think they go overboard with it uh but it is really fun especially when you start stacking things um, and the purchasing decisions that you make, like, yeah, it's yeah. something where it's I, like, I don't know. I, I guess you've played a lot more of it than me, but I'm like, I don't, I feel like I like won't get sick of this. This is something that like I could pop in every few months and have a blast with. Yeah. I just wish there were a couple more maps. That's why there's only four, right? Cause there's four and then there's those four harder. I was going to say okay. there are eight. So there's eight. In, the, in the, in the challenges, yeah. it says one out of eight. There's that eight, I've done. but there's four. <laughs> you uh, know. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it said Mad Village for one of them. So, yeah. Yes. That makes sense because it's kind of not well, that the, hard. Yeah. The Mad Village is a separate one, but then they have, oh, okay. like, How much all of the a step up two. is the, the Mad Village stuff? So, it's, so it's Village, three, the Mad Village, and then two other ones, I won't say, and then okay. those, but, like, with a two on it. So, it'll be, like, Village 2, Mad Village 2. Oh. Uh, it's, it's, seems like it's from standard to hardcore, maybe, Ben. That's kind of how it felt. Okay. okay. So not too wild, but definitely yeah. a little more intense. Bump up. Yeah. Uh, moving on, another game that, that we've all played that I, uh, you and Brad talked about in the last episode, but uh, Ian and I can definitely share our opinions on it now, uh, is Returnal, ah, uh, mm-hmm. which I love and would mm-hmm. probably have played a lot more, possibly even finished them on the third biome right now um but you know resident evil of course came in and no way i'm missing that um i think this game is really something special and i think it has so many good ideas and manages to be excruciatingly hard Mm -hmm. while earning its difficulty and i don't know if you agree with that ian i agree i well it's fun it's weird i feel weird about this game because i love it from a lore standpoint and a world standpoint mm-hmm. i think it's amazing looking i'm so curious about it um right up your alley it feels like it, oh it's it's it's, it's <laughs> all over my alley uh, it is your alley <laughs> except for the bullet hell kind of mm. aspect which like historically i've just not been <laughs> great at bullet hell um and this game i think I I think it I find it f- more frustrating than I expected to and I think that that's because it it 
it isn't like Hades where like every time you die in Hades, it like is still exciting to like, cause you learn new stuff. Like every time you go back, almost every time you go back to the hub, like something different will happen mm-hmm. and it doesn't make you feel like you suck at it. And like, I've, I, I think I've only died like 10 or 12 times in Returnal, but already after like five or six times, the little intro is repeating. And the first time that happened, I was like, oh man, like, okay, like the house is still locked. The intro is repeating. Like I'm literally not going to get anything new until I beat that first boss, I guess, which kind of just felt weird. It like took the wind out of my sails a mm. little bit. Um, yeah, which is, I don't know. I get that weird. because it's so punishing Yeah. With with deaths. You know, I'm so used to roguelites at least... Even, you know, you do a run and it lasts anywhere from 10 to 50 minutes, whatever kind of roguelite it is. But like, oh, okay, I died in like Rogue Legacy. I'm getting some coins to pump up a shop or Hades. Uh-huh. I'm getting some gems or or the purple fragments to get a little extra health or something. And yeah, Returnal just Man. giving you the ether is well, it's, brutally I like hard. I, dis- <laughs> I disagree. I disagree with this because in a way, I think it's actually better than other roguelites that I've played because with Hades, I got to a point with Hades where it was like the first area is just not fun to do anymore. Like it's just hmm. not a problem, right? And so it just feels like, you know, like I have to eat my vegetables until it gets it gets more difficult. And I was really worried about Returnal because runs do can take a very long time in Returnal. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I got to the third biome and the only thing that I could do, I was like, okay, I need to go to bed. I need to stop playing this. The game's like, hey, put it in rest mode. I put it in rest mode. That night it updates. I lose that run. So that brutal. was like such a good run, which is really frustrating. So I, I, I do wish there was like, a way to like... Why not have a save? Yeah. Like, why, why not just why, have a mid-run why save, Why is there not assholes? a save and quit? Like, it's it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And like, there's no reason to do that, yeah. honestly. It's yeah. kind of absurd. But well, back to... Said... Hold on. Sorry, real quick. I just want to get this yeah. point out there. What I like about Returnal is even when I'm starting over and you're right, they give you almost nothing at the beginning again, you like it or, or less than I think other games that we're talking about. But I think the gameplay is so good that it, I'm still like having a blast, you know, whether I'm in the first area or the second area or whatever, like I'm not like, oh, the first area again, like it is just immediately so awesome and intense. And that's, that's due to the, I feel like enemies really being a, a threat. Like you can't fall asleep at the wheel. Mm-hmm. So like you can't turn your brain off. Like you have to be on top of it. The first biome can still fuck you up if you're not careful. Um, and the adrenaline, the bonuses that you get from that and how powerful that is. And it's like, yeah. dude, you just can't get hit. Like if you want to mm-hmm. keep this going, you just can't get hit. And so yeah. building that up, I think is like constant. Well, that's why fun. I say it's super unforgiving compared to something like Hades and, and others. Cause at least yeah. Hades, you, you can at least like, if you want the challenge in the first biome, Ben, you just add the modifiers. Yeah. You can add the modifiers. That's insane. Yeah. Whereas this game is like, get good or don't play kind of, it's not that. Yeah. Like, I think it's absolutely, it that is, it actually is kind of like it's that. Absolutely no that black and white. Yeah. It is like, you are either good enough to do this or not. And like, I'm I'm down to keep trying, of course. I'm yeah. gonna keep playing it like Sekiro style. I'm not gonna give up. But right. like when you get to that point of like you're not getting any more advantages whatsoever, no more right. gains for yeah. your stats, 
it is purely skill based. That, that's and what I love it, about it. And, and like, after an hour run of dying, I mean, that's that's a tough ask. But yeah. like that that yeah. that that makes it more punishing to me, like more unforgiving, because yeah. like ether ether ain't shit. Like yeah. And and it makes it makes it worse. It makes it less forgiving for someone at my skill level, at least. Where like, okay, I had six or seven ether. Okay, I I bought, I bought a cool thing from the little pillar in the front area, and then like, oh, this run I got lucky and I got an astronaut. Like, okay, I'm gonna pump all my obelite into this astronaut. You know, I've got good weapons, whatever. Yeah. I get the first boss to to, to the third phase, and then die. <sighs> And so now I have no ether left. Yeah. I have, you know, like the next runs like may or may not like it's too much RNG. Like it may or may not have mm, a good weapon. I don't like it just it just it just emotionally devastating. I, it's and emotionally like, devastating. I'm scared like, to go back in because I'm intimidated. I think but, uh, but game at the same time, knowledge, it's like I don't just like I souls. I think game knowledge in Returnal. I like honestly, I think I think you can do a lot of comparisons in this game to souls whereas just like souls right like mm-hmm. at a certain point you just have to learn how to play the game and that will get you farther than just your stats or just your equipment yeah. like there's 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 kind sure. of that wall of skill that you have to get through and that's the same thing with returnal where now i know so much more mm-hmm. about like just when to invest in risks or not, when to make those decisions, what weapons are good for certain certain situations, what alt fire is going to be good for the boss. And because I have all of that knowledge, things that were like, like nail-bitingly tough are now super smooth, not because of, you know, like any benefit that I'm getting from other runs. It is... I just know more about the game and that knowledge can be applied in a very direct way. Like, I I feel like when I was first playing Returnal versus now, like it's night and day in terms of like skill. Very similar loop to Curse of the Dead Gods, which came out this year. Incredible roguelite. Same thing. You eventually get to a point where it's like, not really getting any more gains. It's all about skill. And it's just same thing then of just like, okay, now I know how these enemies attack. I know which ones to dodge, which ones to parry, which ones to roll through. Right. So learning that, um, but I just like like you were saying, Ian, just like getting getting everything in place and then dying and then having to do it all over again, right. even if it is so fun. With so many things going on in life, other games, movies, everything, totally. it's like, do I want to do that again? Shit. Let me think about it. <laughs> and I get that. I get that. I think it's right. I think it's emotionally taxing. I don't think you're wrong. But to me, that's like this game's got some balls. You know yes. what I mean? Like yes. this this game that has, you know, PlayStation <laughs> Studios pop on the front. Seventy bucks. Yeah. This is, this $70, is too high. Seventy dollar for like, this game. You know, console exclusive game has some balls dude it does it is it's not pandering like it has a vision for what it wants to be and you're either in or you are and i understand if people are out i totally get that but i i i am really shocked like i just think for me for me personally like because it doesn't have the save thing and like shipping a game without saves that has like door won't open suddenly bugs oh i had that happen like three or four times right i don't remember exactly how many but yeah it's just like and i know like the fix the solution for that is just to not change your suit from the original one i guess but like that shouldn't be a problem though that shouldn't be a problem 
And like, I mean, that's a bug, whatever bugs happen, but like just core gameplay design wise, like my, like I love, I was obsessed the first day with this game. I loved every second of it. Mm -hmm. And then that first repetition of the intro and stuff, like my, my wasting my time slash like demoralized slash frustration meter outweighed my curiosity mm. and it outweighed my love of the second to second gameplay which i do think is incredible yeah, ian i think for for us players i think a little spacing out of the story upon death would have gone a long way because like giving you a little bit when you die a little bit of story so each of those times okay i'll go back in do it again go back in because yeah once you just start getting repeats and it's right. solely about beating well, it, it, it it makes and like once the sure. house like you get to you go into the house once and then it's locked forever sure. until obviously i think that you beat a boss and next time you get it then it'll probably be open again but like what the game is telling me is that i'm not good enough and it just like feels no, the weird. game is telling and, like, you that you're not good enough yet yeah it's right, at the beginning but, it's at the very beginning of the game yeah that you will need persistence Yes. But what, but then what I say, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) is it though? Because what then I say to the game is like, I don't owe you anything. Like life is short. I mean, I, 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 it's just, it's funny hearing this from somebody who advocates so heavily from the souls games, because there are some souls bosses. I feel like I've died to like 30 times, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, that's the difference though. Like that's the difference is every time, every time you do one of those runs, like you still have an option to like grind go back to and get farm. better yeah, you still yeah. have yeah, you still but, have, no but you still have the option to like and like also sure. getting to a boss getting to a boss in souls takes 10 minutes it getting depends to a on boss, what specific thing you're talking about and like sure, the, the thing that we always say about minutes. souls is you know once you do it once you clench that victory like Ian, when, like when i killed that first boss <gasps> i was in cloud nine it was like it was so awesome you know and it's like that's that's the emotional trade-off they're making as designers. It's like, yeah, this is going to be hell. But when you do it, you're going to feel like a god. And that's that's a really valuable feeling, I think. Which brings us I, into the... Go ahead, Ian. I was just going to say, I don't get that feeling anymore. I don't I don't feel that anymore. Which brings because us... Because first you'll feel it. You'll feel which it. Which brings I us into the swear question. You will. Difficulties and mm-hmm. separate from accessibility, which mm-hmm. Ian brought up on Resident Evil. Excellent. Uh, difficulty options, though. Um... It's just such a fast, you know, it's like Game Pass for me. It's such a fascinating thing because it's like, we all have different skill levels. So like, if we could put it on, like, if there was a casual option for Returnal, would it be compromising the creator's vision if that casual mode was the equivalent of Ben playing normal? Do you know what I mean? Like like you playing normal Ben or like me playing casual, if you're better than me, my it's the same experience kind of so i because like you guys you guys are better than me like like you guys play resident evil on hardcore like ben your first outing you know and it's just like i would not have been able to do that well it's so crazy i would have gotten frustrated and stopped because difficulty difficulty modes are so frustrating (laughs) to me because i was actually really torn i was like do i want to play standard or hardcore because like I, I want my first playthrough of this game to be enjoyable, mm-hmm. and the first encounter on hardcore is is a it is a nightmare. Like yeah. at least for me, it was a nightmare. It was but the then, hardest part. But the, yeah, it was. It was, the, it was literally the hardest part of the game. But yeah. then, because I think you're supposed to run, right? But then the it, first, you're just kind of supposed to run. Well, you have it's just time based. Yeah. But oh, yeah, but okay. you know when when you're just starting the game and like you're not 
good at like guarding yet or you don't have any upgraded weapons like you get bit once by a lichen and there are a ton of them in that opening thing it's like you're done like you're you're done for um and you don't know the area very well right so you don't know where to run or where to go so it was definitely trial and error but what's weird about hardcore in village is that part was a nightmare and then it's just not and then Mm -hmm. it gets to a point where it's like i think this is even too easy now yeah and this happens all the time with games because Sometimes I'll play normal and I'm like, ah, I should have played hard. And it's just like that what what difficulty can mean mm-hmm. what in a game can vary so wildly that it really drives me insane. Oh, Same. Um, to the yeah. point where like I almost pre- prefer a returnal where it's like, this is it. Yeah. You know? And it's like, there's no second guessing. It's like you you it's like you either do it or you don't. However, I I'm of two minds of this. I think creators should be in charge of their game and if they want to include difficulty options i'm all for it if they don't i'm all for it it's their game Mm -hmm. they can do what they want however hades has a casual option which i don't think limits progress or achievements at all i never used it but it didn't that didn't ruin the experience for me hades was still blisteringly tough and super fun and i loved Mm -hmm. it so i i don't like i don't necessarily think it hurts um, and I definitely think we're kind of at that point in the industry where I think developers are having those conversations and they're trying to hash it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is funny because like philosophically, I definitely agree. And I mean, for me, the the big thing is, is accessibility. Mm-hmm. Like if, if a thing like the timing or whatever of a game is just makes accessibility worse, I, I definitely think that that needs to be addressed. Um, and like for this game, I would for sure knock it down to super easy because like I care more about the story in the world than dumb orbs flying all over the place. Um, but I mean, again, traditionally, this is a me thing. I'm not great at bullet hell. I'm not super great at shooting. If this was a melee game, I would love. I'd be loving every second well, of it, and I'd probably really be better at it. The melee's the melee's super good, but it's it has the cooldown, yeah. you know. So like you can't. I find myself like getting into problems because I want to melee things and then I get killed. Mm. Um, but like that's that's for me why why I'm better at souls. I think is that I'm better at melee. Um, I just want you but, to know, like, Ian, that I believe in you, I'm and I want you thanks. to send me a text message when you beat that first boss. You to mm. be like, <laughs> I feel like a goddamn superstar. I'm gonna be like, you know, you are a superstar. Shuhei beat it. Shuhei beat it, Ian. You, you watch. You following Shuhei? Shuhei's shoot. I'm outclassed by Dude, Shuhei. Dude, that first boss was kicking kicking Shuhei down, and he, and he got it. Well, that's that's what I've heard actually from a few people is that the first boss is actually harder than the. <laughs> well, that's the, the second, thing. I, maybe I, third. I I don't remember how many times I did the first boss. I think it was like somewhere between like, like around five. I did the first boss, and then I beat the oh, second. Oh, really? Okay. I I don't know for sure because it says I've died eight times. Is what it says. Um. I beat the second boss on my first try. So it was right. tough, but I like, but like yeah. here I, I've also, I've also gotten into my own head. I think working with you guys for 20,000 years, whatever it was. Mm. Cause like you guys are just so much better at games than me. And like, I think that I'm probably like on par or slightly better maybe than average, but mm. like um, you guys like, like specifically Ben and Huber and Brad are just like God tier at games. <laughs> like it's 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 like upsetting how good you guys are. And like it's I still funny can't to beat me, Ninja God. But it's you funny to me like when good. you guys are like, oh play it on hard for sure. Like and then I like end up trying normal and I'm like Ugh, Yeah. Like on certain games. And and it's just like so I'm definitely like 
I've lost confidence I, well, in myself. The thing that Unless I have... it's a from software game, those I just believe in them so much that I think yeah. they're balanced perfectly. But like, I, I I'm just yeah. willing to beat my head against the wall. Like my wife will be like, <laughs> it's funny because we played through Cuphead together, and Cuphead is a game that made me angry. Like. Yeah. Like, I, and she's like, just stop. And I was like, no. And that's the thing is like, yeah, I'm gonna I, get it. I, I will get really bullheaded about it. And I will just, I will just go for hours and hours and hours. And through that time, through that sheer volume of time, I will get better. Uh, but that is, that is the thing is I, 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 I won't let the game win. It's funny. I've, I've, I've gotten to the point where I, I think, from software, I trust so much mm-hmm. that like I'll give them any amount of time. But like most other developers, and this is again a me thing, not not any comment on Housemark or anything, because obviously this game is incredible technically and yeah. very well balanced. But like, I just find myself being like, all right, well, I, I guess I'm not good at this right Man, now. I think in but a way, it was, Sekiro's harder than this. Sekiro is the hardest from software game. Sekiro is definitely the hardest from software game by far. Really I think. hard, but like. It, you set. It was funny. You set me up and then hit me back down again because you were like, "Well, I I did the first boss five times and I've done it. I've t- attempted it three times and definitely like gotten better each time. Yeah, and nice. If I did it again, I would I would probably beat it because I got it, it to third. I got it to third phase like almost dead the yeah. third time. But like, you, you said you got it five times, but then only died eight. And I was like, "Well, I've already died like 10, 12, 13 times. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> like, I think I've done it. I, have I don't to look get at to the, the boss the every time, again, you know." But, um, but yeah, Huber, if you can beat Sekiro, you can beat Ninja Gaiden. You totally can. I believe the collection's coming out. I believe in you. I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play yeah. that. Dude. Redemption. Yeah, I wanna play. There's, there's also because like, I like it a lot. That's the, that's the, that's what hurts. It's like, man, Ninja Gaiden is so fun, but yeah. like it's, it's beaten me like four well, times. Nin- I'm okay. just like, I can't get Here's past it. Here's the thing, Huber. It, it's like the remember the revelation that you had with the freeze grenades. I was like, use the freeze grenades and do yeah. the thermal, and you're like, okay, this changes everything, which it totally yeah. does. Yeah. That's the same thing with Ninja Gaiden. When I played Ninja Gaiden as a kid, there were just like things, there were mechanics that I was not doing. Got that it. Once you do them, you're like, oh, okay, this isn't so bad. I'm going to, yep, yeah. the remaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to learn like, those mechanics. It's, it's like, it's like there's certain things that you, <laughs> once you know how to do them. Sick. You, it, it's, much, not that it's not still hard. It super is, but it's more manageable. Um, nice. We talked a lot about difficulty. Haven't talked as much about Returnal itself. Uh, but uh, I do want to say, now that I've experienced it, and I was really worried about this at first, that it did take me uh, a good bit of time to get used to, and I, I feel like you see this on the stream uh, that I did, is the way they handle aiming and the alt fire with the mm-hmm. dual sense triggers mm-hmm. is sublime. And it's yeah. like, I can, I can, so many games should use this. You've mm-hmm. really done something clever here. Now it is supernatural for me, and I feel like I never mess it up. Uh, yeah, it was. Nice. It's really cool. Yeah, that was something I liked in Village too on the PS5 because I was. Uh, anytime you switch weapons, you can hear the controller go mm, to yeah. like adjust to the new like difficulty of pulling the trigger for that gun. It was fun. It was cool. Um, I also really like when you'll get like infected and it'll be like, okay, if you do this objective, yeah, you'll get rid fun. of the thing. And it's yeah. like some of those, some of them feel like. I don't know, too mundane where it's just like, yeah, just kill like five dudes and you're done. But others, it's like, oh, it's making me like think about combat just a little bit differently, which I like. Um, Yeah, I like the malfunction system a lot, too. mm -hmm. It's really good. What? Okay, question. And I actually don't know this. Actually, two questions. First one, on the first boss, 
when you died, were you surprised when you came back to life? Because I cert- I super was. What do you mean? Because when you when you're going on your on your playthrough, you'll pick up a like a little astronaut figurine, and I didn't. Oh yeah, I, well, yeah. That I, I didn't time. know yeah, yeah. what I didn't know what it did, and so I was fighting the first boss, and I died, and I, I was like, like I just like relaxed, and I was like, oh, okay, I died, and then suddenly I was back to life, and I was like, oh god. It definitely took me like a couple seconds yeah. where I was like, what's happening? Yeah. What, 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 where am I? Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, he's attacking me again. Yeah. It's a guardian ape situation. Astronaut, dude. Also, it'll, like, when I turn on my PS5, it'll be like, you know, Ian is out there adventuring or, you know, Huber or whatever. Does that do anything in the game? Like, can I interact with you guys at all? It, I think it just starts the game. I don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe it puts, maybe, I, I turned those off because I found them so annoying. Yeah, I'm, and originally I'm they were the sending time. them, yeah. they were sending them to my phone too. And I was like, please stop this. Um, Maybe, yeah, maybe if you hit start game, it'll put you in a world that has the scout suit where you died or like where your friend died. I don't know. Because you can find other scouts that are your friends, presumably. But, yeah. Um, Ian, you're better at video games than you give yourself credit for. I've mm-hmm. seen it. I've, wor- I've worked with you, what, like eight years or something? You're good at it's video games. It's been a games. while. All right. Well, thank I've- you. Uh, this sounds like an asshole thing, but I've seen people, and there's no shame in it. I've seen people who are like legitimately bad at games. You're not. Oh, sure. You're definitely not bad at games. Well, I'm not that bad. Games. I'm just not as good as you guys, dude. I just want to be able to cheese like Damiani. Brad, oh, my Brad, God. Brad is the only one of the allies where he'll do something. I'll be like, God damn it. Like just knowing he that gets he gets virtuosic sometimes just knowing that he didn't die at that Heisenberg trap. It's just like, ah, yeah. God damn it, dude. Yep. Yeah. I was pissed. Um, I mean, we all have our strong suits. Like, I think I get through puzzles sometimes. Oh like, yeah. Pretty quickly You're definitely better at puzzles than I am. Depending on what it is, yeah. I can be terrible at puzzles. Yeah. And I mean, just shooting isn't my strong suit. I'm not great at aiming with a controller. I think, Huber, you know what I'm really grateful for? Huh. I'm really grateful for Counter-Strike back in the day, just absolutely ripping me a new asshole. Like, yeah. I remember jumping into Counter-Strike and, and being like, this is the most dominated I've ever been in a video yeah. game. And being <laughs> like, I'm going to grind this out. Like, I'm going to get better. And I'm playing for one kill. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I, just the blood, sweat, and tears I had to, and I played a lot of Counter-Strike, I think that like permanently made me better. Like it was like a stat boost and like putting in that time and then going, going and playing Counter-Strike with my friends who didn't play Counter-Strike yeah, and like making it so they like couldn't get a kill in what, like one of the most satisfying multiplayer gaming experiences. <laughs> totally. Completely unfair, but, um, that was that always felt good as a kid though. When, oh when yeah. You, when you when you've been putting in the hours and then you play a friend who like doesn't play and you're just like ha ha ha. Yeah. And then it's they get so, really mad and go home and so you're like oh devilish because like I had these neighbor kids and I don't think they had an N64 and I'd invite them over to play Goldeneye and we would do Golden <laughs> Gun mode and like they just like they just got pissed off like it, they just like they just like weren't having a good time. Yeah. Um, Auto shoddy. Is that, your, is that your go-to in Counter Strike? I never did the other to shot. get one get, to get a oh, kill when I first kill. started. Yeah. When I first played, I was like all M4 all the time, M4 AK, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But uh, it's that time of the show. Uh, Hubert, you know what it is. 
Ian, you get to experience the sizzle for the first time. This is a... This is warming us up for the hotaki. This isn't the fire. This is oh. the this is the fajitas coming out from your local chilies. Love fajitas. Yeah, I love fajitas as well. Uh, haven't had a good fajita in a long time. I should. That sounds really good. Maybe tonight. Mm. Maybe tonight. I've been eating. I've been eating chicken uh, bowls from a taco place near me, like almost daily. That sounds delicious. For like, for that like does weeks. sound. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, Ian, I got to tell a story because you and I were in. San Francisco for some gaming thing. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was GDC or something. Yeah. But like your food habits came out in a really interesting way. Cause we like went and we got Chipotle. And then it was like the next meal. And you were like, do you just want to do Chipotle again? And I was like, what? Like and it was just like <laughs> it spoke to like how you think about and feel about food. Where it was just it's like, just- let's just get it over with. It's just nutrients I gotta yeah, get in my body yeah. so I don't get a headache. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Like that was that was really. Jones fun wants to me. there to be pills that just like make you full. I don't understand. Jones and that. I both. Yeah, Jones and I both don't like eating really. Food is one of the greatest joys in human life. life. Like it, it is. It, you it is. you savor a meal. Truly ben is. Moore. You, oh, you I do. Take your time I, I've, and savor a meal. Everyone I've ever known has made fun of me for how slowly I eat, and it's true. I there do. Have, I remember back in like the game trailers days, there would be there would be lunches where everyone at the table was done and you oh, had yeah. started. Story of life. That happens <laughs> in every situation. I was just like, what the hell? I'm a Who little bit faster kid? now, but it's still pretty bad. <laughs> uh, but for the sizzle, uh, we get us we get us warmed up before we get into the hotake, before we bring the fire. Um, and I have, a, I have a question that I want to bring out uh, some strong opinion on, and that question is for you guys: What is the most overrated Resident Evil game. Oh, oh! This is the most Ooh. overrated Resident Evil game. Damn. I mean, I refuse. No, you can't. You're in the sizzle. I played five alone. Okay. So for me, I haven't. I haven't seen the hype of five. But that makes a lot of sense. Like, Seeing streams and stuff with like Huber and Brad playing it, I'm like, oh, I fully just didn't do this right. So like, yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's it's legit an impossible question for me because I truly don't think any of them are overrated. I think they get their fair due amongst yeah. the history of the medium. Like mm-hmm. one and four, like remake and and four specifically are heralded as some of the greatest games of all time. Because they are. Uh, because they are. And then there's, like, all the other ones. You know, and Remake right. 2, obviously, <laughs> is entering that conversation as time goes on now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just don't think any of them are overrated. Are there any that you think you like maybe less than the consensus? Definitely, for me, Resident Evil 4. Okay. Why is Def- that? Whoa! Yeah. Um, I'm shocked by that. Well, because I, I, I like the... Fixed camera original ones always more than than mm-hmm. four five six. Like mm-hmm. I just like that style more. Real, real quick, uh, in mm-hmm. comparison to you know the classic Resident Evil fixed camera style, which you obviously love. How do you feel about first person Resident Evil? Love it. I love all the eras. I love okay. fixed cameras. I love over the over the shoulder, and I love first person. first person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For me, like I think seven. Having just finished it like a couple of weeks ago, and all the DLC, like. I really liked seven, but it doesn't have that that same kind of like 
cozy vibe that the other Resident Evils have. So for me, maybe seven is like one of the ones I like less than the others. And it's it's really funny that you say that because I think I was there with you with seven. Not that I didn't really like it or even loved it. I I did. Yeah. I had a great time. I liked time. it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I was, but I was kind of like in the same thing with you where it's like, oh, this isn't like a top Resident Evil for me. Playing it again, I think I'm just better at Resident Evil now. And I just think it uh, was like a smoother experience for me. And it made me like it more uh, because it had a really fast pace to it for me. Yeah, I hadn't played it in a couple years and it had aged really well yeah, when we played it this I, year. It I think had it aged, aged really well. I think it aged really well. Also, mm-hmm. um, some of the DLC that I didn't dig into, like some of that band footage stuff is great and mm-hmm. so much fun. Yeah. Um, really like that. I like the blackjack one yes dude. 21 <laughs> 21 yeah. dude. well i was i didn't realize because i had seen it before but i didn't realize that that was like had some story context to it i didn't realize yeah. that it was lucas and clancy and that sort of thing yeah. and so I, those that willingness to contextualize it i think mm-hmm. made it uh even better totally i will yeah, say, I, I say sorry Go how ahead. to get the daughter's true ending is super convoluted, like to the point. It's tough. To the point where, it, like, Just I don't know how. You, yeah, I don't know how you get it without looking it <laughs> yeah. up. Like, yeah, yeah. I definitely, when I didn't get it, when I played Daughters, I definitely looked it up after, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's, <laughs> like, it's like, like one didn't... of those things where you like don't feel bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, yeah. all right, I, yeah. I read about it. I yeah. don't need to go do it. Um. Yeah, the only reason I say four is because I still like one, two, and three. Just and Veronica more. Just more. No, that's fair. There's no wrong answer. I'm very, I'm looking forward to four in VR. I I think it'll be really interesting. I'm gonna and weird. I'm gonna do it, man. Like I, I think it's so cool. It's gonna be so cool. My love for Village will make (laughs) me buy Quest Two for Resident Evil Four. I shouldn't do it. I'm sure someone's gonna hack it and put it on your your Vive, dude. Like or yeah, but it's me, man. Like yeah all right i'm surprised you haven't already I, ordered i know one. right this is like, a surprising that, level of restraint that hedge maze in first person vr dude let's go it's just so cool. shooting the medallions like yeah. it's weird that oh, that was the yeah. first thing i thought no, of that's but i'm just awesome. like i'm gonna ace these yeah, medallions they're, they're <laughs> even, so much fun. even just looking at the game completely differently like those wells can i like look look yeah. down yeah in, like up close i wonder yeah. dude it's gonna be crazy it's muddy water I'm probably going to have to do the teleport movement mode. I think I'll probably get sick if I do that. I, I wonder if, like, when you barricade places, like, if you're actually going to have to, like, grab a dresser. Oh, and that'd over. be sweet. That would be. The house sequence is going to be bonkers. I want to actually weird is, like, push a ladder. Yeah, dude. Like, Buh. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> push and then you, you can put oh. the ladders back up, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude. I, think, I think it's going to be easier hmm. in a weird well, way. But I we'll think see. I think combat will be redesigned in a way because, like, probably they yeah, said, probably. yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, it's probably like, they would have easier. to. They would probably have to decrease the number of enemies because if you're using the teleport movement mode, it'd probably just make you too slow. But who knows? Then you should actually have to do a roundhouse kick uh, to do the. <laughs> I'm I'm curious to get your opinion on this because, uh, like. Resident Evil is, is sort of like a Zelda for Easy Allies where, like, everybody's pretty into it. There are varying degrees on it, but there's a good, like, rarely cause rarely is there a series where, like, this many people are, like, in the deep end with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Because even Final Fantasy, we all have our varying... Like, yeah. it's a franchise we all play, for right. sure. But I think there's so yeah. much variance among Final Fantasy. <laughs> I guess there's Resident Evil 2, but... Anyway, the point that I'm getting at is, it's like... I was, I was like, oh, I kind of want to stream Village, but it's like... Hubert Brad are already streaming it. Damiani's already streaming it. Like, is it like do too, it? Is it like too much? Like, Damiani it, did a full playthrough at like three in the morning, yeah. guys. <laughs> I think there is a stat. I want to say what was it? One of it's like Dark Souls two or three that like every <laughs> every ally has streamed it or been on a stream where someone is playing it. Yeah, something like there are a few games where like every ally has streamed oh, it. Oh, what's that list? I sev- love that. Several times. Yeah, I would love to see. I mean, I that's a lot of work, so yeah, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, but like, it'd be interesting to see that. Dude, yeah, Hubert, I mean, obviously there are group streams where we're all there, but I, cool. uh, dude, I'm going so deep down in this hole that I. Got a PS1 and PS2 emulator and got Resident Evil Dead Aim, which I'd never nice. played before. Oh my god. And Survivor. And it's like, let's go. Apparently, Survivor's only like two hours long. So, so short. Yeah. So short. Survivor has the original like franchise writer. He passed away um, at a young oh. age, like 40s oh, or wow. 50s, early. Um, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, before like Resident Evil 5 and 4 era, like all that other stuff was him. Uh, really surprised that those weren't on uh, PS3 or or just like PS Now or mm-hmm. anything like that. I really, yeah, really thought that because because most everything is like you can play. Speaking of Huber, we always talk about PS Now mm-hmm. and how we've had bad experiences because you I yeah. know you have and I I definitely have terrible terrible. And I I booted up on the PS5 specifically. PS I, Now on the PS5. PS Now on the PS5. I booted it up. And did Umbrella Chronicles flawless. Are like, you it, 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 serious? It legit looked like a native PS3 game. Ben, I've been wanting to replay wow. Umbrella Chronicles. Try ben. it on your PS5 I'm and going give me a to. report. Now, granted, <laughs> I didn't, you know, I just dipped my toe into it, but it was by far the best experience on Dude, PS Now that I had. Umbrella's End. Give it, essential give it, chapter of that game for the series. Okay, I gotta play it. Give me Yes. Yeah, because because both Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side Chronicles are on there. <laughs> and it was it worked great. So Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wi-Fi or wired. I that's the crazy thing. Cause my PS5, I don't know if it's my PS5 or my Ethernet cable or what. Specifically my PS5, I don't have this with any other device. When I plug yeah. an Ethernet cable in, yeah. it will just constantly disconnect. Wow. And it'll just Weird. do it at random intervals. So I got to get that taken care of because you need a yeah, wire thanks, connection Sony. for fighting games. Like, get just essential. Um, but I was on Wi-Fi, and that was the good experience that I had. Holy which moly, is even crazier. Man. Yeah, yeah. And my I have good internet. My PS4, but... the Wi-Fi was better. It worked better than the... Than the Ethernet. Ethernet for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I got to try a new Ethernet sucks. cable or its router settings or something. I, I've got to yeah. get that taken care of for Guilty Gear Strive. This has been a long sizzle, longer than it should go. Uh, really but, good tip, Ben. Yeah. For the tip. Yeah, try it out, dude. I wish I want to play those games co-op with you guys. I don't. Do the, do the PS3 versions have online co-op? Do you know? Online, I don't know. Okay. I do not know. Uh, this sizzle is Someday brought we'll to you the same room. by some wonderful shout out tier patrons. Uh, so what I'm going to do in and Huber is I'm going to read through uh, all of these names. And then I thought if you guys could do your best Duke voice, best merchant voice from Resident Evil Village. Oh. Uh, 
saying shout out. That would be great. I was like, hey, baby. (laughs) That Duke? Yeah, that Duke. (laughs) Shake it, baby. Oh, I guess we're thinking of a different Duke. No. Shake it, baby. (laughs) No, I know. The Duke Duke. from. Oh, there's humor. What's he sound like now? What are you buying? (laughs) Just something an old friend of mine used to say. Dude, I want to to talk to you about the Duke and the lore. I love the Duke. Uh, Shout out to L. Thanis. Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Edgar So I'm a Spider, So What, and Ezdekal. Shut up! Shut up! Love it. If you shoot him with a grenade, I saw a video where if you shoot him with a grenade launcher, he just claps and like says like, what a weapon. <laughs> no way. Yeah. So and then, like he says different stuff. He'll say like, don't waste your ammo. Yeah, that's the thing is I wouldn't, like grenade rounds are so precious. I would be hesitant to do that. I'm doing that as soon as we stop filming. You can unlock the infinite <laughs> grenade launcher though after play true, one playthrough, which I, I thought haven't, was crazy. I, I unlocked mercenaries. I, I got like 89,000 credits after the playthrough. That's pretty so good. I, I've been I'll saving to them to stuff. spend on stream. Oh, nice. I, the thing I have you, like 400,000 points right now. Oh my yes. God. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing that you get for beating Village of Shadows is insane and it makes me really excited to go through Village. I want to do that. Is it the thing I'm thinking of? Uh, probably. Oh, no, that's for getting ss i think on uh mm-hmm. whatever yeah this is a pretty funny weapon yeah like the- yes it's a pretty funny weapon is a good way to describe it um ian uh, uh i'm really throwing to you for this one because i i actually have not had a chance to play it myself yet which i'm surprised but it was all resident evil baby uh you've dug into new pokemon snap and we watched your oh, stream yeah. a couple of hours of it which was super fun i highly recommend that stream uh, if you haven't checked it out. And you kind of had a magical experience with Pokemon Snap, uh, as I did yeah. when I was a child. Uh, and so, But your, yours was recent, and so like, how did, did this game kind of recapture those feelings? Yeah, I mean, playing it, playing it on stream, like, pales. Uh, or playing it not on stream pales in comparison to playing it on stream it with Seven like Backseat Psychos. It yeah it it it's so much fun mm-hmm. to play to be the one helming that game with a bunch of other people trying to tell you what to do. Yeah, I hope that <laughs> it's wasn't so funny to too me. Overbearing no, no, with it's, you because you were you no, were, it's really like funny. Spirit, so. It's really I find it really funny. Yeah, like other games, I'm just like, all right, pump the brakes, but like this one is just so good. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's it's just. That makes it even more hectic than it already is. Mm-hmm. But it, it's funny how like intense just trying to take some pictures of some freaking Pokemon. And how small kids. those windows can be, yeah. 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 Like you well, you definitely, yeah, you have to like you have to like precog some of these things. You have to like know the level mm-hmm. and like be ready and do a run to just get that one moment, you know? Like And then you oh, have the added so like anxiety of okay i think this is a good photo but does mirror think this is a good photo right yeah well and that's the other, yeah the the like weird thing is like it doesn't reward you for actual good photograph composition it just rewards you for like centered and big and so it's it's yeah you're kind of playing i mean it's a game you're playing the game in that way but yeah it's delightful man mm-hmm. it's really fun I, I i play it what's also nice is that especially in the wake of like re8 and stuff uh, it's really nice to just jump in, do one level, sure. and then t- turn it off, like do something mm-hmm. else. Um, 
it's nice. Something that I've heard Blood talk about and then I saw while you were playing it on the stream is I was surprised how slowly we were unlocking new areas. Yeah. Do you think that isn't wasn't an issue for you, I guess? It's well it's weird. I've I've now got four. Okay. And um it's funny because I unlocked the second two at the same time. I assume that's just how it happens, but um and I've only been to each of them once now. But uh it's weird because the game just doesn't tell you or if it did I was mashing through it because I don't really listen to anything anybody says in this game. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, yeah, the common the common complaint I hear from people is like, how do I unlock the next area? Because it doesn't seem overly clear. Yeah. Seems to be that you have to get the previous area to level two and day and night, but I, I don't know if that's always true. Um, but yeah, it's it hasn't been an issue for me. Like I haven't found that it was dragging at all they've been introducing new concepts and stuff um so yeah i think it's good so far an idea that i really like is that they're not just being one category for all of the pokemon that it's like okay you you want to get a photo of it doing this thing and this thing and it's yeah. like differentiated uh in terms of stars uh and stars stars which is a confusing way to do it because it intrinsically right. makes you feel that a four-star pose is better, is better than, than a one-star one star yeah. pose. Which I guess maybe it's more unique. Mm -hmm. Like, I think maybe the four-star pose is, is like the special weird thing. But, um, yeah, I like that too. I like that a lot. And, like, trying to get diamond in all four poses and stuff is, I mean, tricky. Probably not going to happen mm -hmm. for me, but... I, it's just such a delightful game. Talk about Talk about good jolly vibes, you know? Just, like, ugh. It's it's lovely. Uh, I also, I mean, I was just watching it, you know, through Discord, but I think they really visually nailed the look of the Pokemon super well. That like, yeah, you, when you're just going through a field, everything, because Pokemon can have so many disparate styles, but everything here I thought was blended really well, and it seems like they took a lot of care to put Pokemon in the right space to make them feel very natural and believable, which I, I liked. You're really, I mean, you're so right that I hadn't even thought about that until just now, but like, yeah, Pokemon that are from different generations that probably wouldn't look natural next to each other in, in their original, you know, stylings, like just look totally part of the same biome here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's really fun. And, 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 and I like, it's basically just like a fun puzzle to get, to get all the Pokemon to like come out and do the thing you need them to do and stuff. Yeah. It's just so, happy it is <laughs> it is it's kind of like animal crossing where it's just like yeah no no bad vibes here for sure um, yeah it's wonderful yeah and i think i really appreciate sort of this expression of pokemon because in the mainline games i don't know if this is true for others but like because it's such a focused rpg in terms of like leveling up and and all of that sort of thing. Like my Pokemon, I feel like just eventually kind of become like a bundle of stats and moves. And it's yeah. like, all right, I want a well-balanced team so I can exploit weaknesses. Whereas here it's like, okay, I don't have to worry about any of that. Like I just get to sort of appreciate these things as creatures, you know, like the whole point is to like capture them in like unique situations. Uh, and I, I think they feel more like animals that way. And I, I love yeah. that feeling. It definitely feels more natural mm -hmm. and like, and I mean, obviously not like there's some kind of big philosophical issue with Pokemon fighting each other or whatever, mm. but like, it is kind of nice that in this one, you're just trying to snap a few photos. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. You're not trying to make a battle to the death or whatever. Um, yeah, totally. You're right. 
the the context of this game is just really fun and and pure yeah totally and it's fun to play which is the most important thing like it again it feels really like more th- this was the thing that initially shocked me with when we played the the original snap which i had never played mm-hmm. um when we played it on a stream is just how intense and like crazy it gets trying to <sighs> get all this stuff and like it's constant surprises you know like yeah and that's what i like about this one the levels um when you level them up they like kind of change a lot sometimes yeah. things things change and surprise you in in cool ways so yeah it's always it's something new around every corner i love like the it. sense of urgency mm-hmm. yes when you're playing just because things are flying by dude get, get, gotta get that photo right yeah that's just that's, you miss out that decision where it's like okay both of these things are happening <laughs> in this split second i have to choose yeah. where to focus um and it's not just the urgency either it's like you know, those eureka moments of like, how do I get this thing to, you know, come out like and right. you have to kind of solve these little puzzles. Um, but, Ian, I know on the stream you raised the sensitivity, which seemed absolutely yeah. necessary. Would you agree with yeah. that? OK. Yes. Uh, I I raised it to eight and then put it back down to six. But I think it defaults at like four mm. or something. Okay. And it's like. You have got to raise that sensitivity. I haven't tried it in the like handheld like actual. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yet. ask is how the gyro um, controls were. I keep I keep wanting to try it like that, but I just haven't had a shot yeah. to do it yet, a chance to do it. But um it seems like a natural fit. Because I mean the, the switch just feels like a camera already. So yeah, I think it'll be really cool. Does this feel cause you kind of mentioned like, you know, taking a break from doing Resident Evil and, and doing like one course or whatever, is this a game you kind of see yourself slowly picking away at over the coming months or. Yeah. I, I don't feel certain urgency to finish it mm-hmm. or even like achieve that much, but not in a way where I'm like disinterested in it. Just it's fun to just kind of like pick it up for 10, 15 minutes. And I think for me, I kind of want to preserve some moments for streams. Like oh, sure. if we do like an easy living or something again, like definitely I want to play this and definitely want, because like for me in in my situation, I feel I feel fortunate that I get to play this game with seven maniacs yelling at me uh, <laughs> with what to do. You know, because for me it makes this game this game yeah. much more fun. Yeah, totally. other games it's like shut up. Right. <laughs> like, but uh, this one it's just so funny to me to have Bloodworth being like look up and then oh, Damiani giving yeah. you like cryptic hints way too late and it's just like Damiani just say the thing like tell me to throw a fruit over there if that's what you want me to do like it's just so funny everyone's personality comes out and it's just such a such a hoot yeah such a hoot hoot oh that hoot hoot oh my god Brendan like somebody was like it's on drugs I don't know that was just (laughs) it looks like it's on drugs very very funny Keep those eyes open. Uh, Huber, I don't know if this is going to be a, a lengthy conversation or not, but uh, you've been playing a cursed game, mm-hmm. uh, checking back in on Hearthstone, and yeah. <laughs> I, I have almost no idea what's going on with Hearthstone, so fill me in. This is like the loosest dipping of the toe back in. Mm-hmm. Dipping the uh, nail. Dipping the nail in like (laughs) nail above the water to maybe feel if like heat or or cold is coming up a nail graze yeah yeah um but i hop back in and 
the couple of new things they have a they have a whole big expansion uh, forged in the Barrens. So it's all about the Barrens, which is you know famous World of Warcraft zone. Um, and the main thing they just added, because what I'm realizing too is Hearthstone is an expensive game. You're realizing that now. <laughs> it is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so funny holy shit <laughs> yeah i'm realizing it now okay years okay. later okay because it's it's expensive to like even just be able to play at all though bro. oh yeah like let it's alone just... yeah let alone like getting a deck to like compete yeah um so it's just expensive and what they added now are pre-made decks so if you've been away for too long, you can just buy a deck and it's pre-made. Thing is, Ben, these things are going for twenty bucks. Twenty dollars for a pre-made deck. Twenty. I bucks. can't even imagine they're good. Like I don't they're know. They're pretty good. They're pretty okay. good. They're pretty okay. good. Okay. They All have right. they have some legendaries in there. A couple of, like three or so legendaries. Yeah. Seems good, but twenty dollars for those. Um, but yeah, I just made kind of like a slapdash uh, warrior deck as I do, and. It just felt fun, dude. It, it like I'd been gone for so long, you know. Mm-hmm. Barring the price, it it just felt good to hop in and fool around with Hearthstone because there is something nice about like just quick matches, quick matches you can get into, you know. Yeah. Um, I know there's so much baggage, obviously attached to Hearthstone now years later, uh, with the price and everything. But if you somehow get in with low stakes, uh, it's just still going, still still kicking. Yeah, I, so, I don't know if you can answer this, but, oh, Hebrew, you turn, there we yeah, go. Yeah, Okay. Sometimes it, like, has trouble focusing. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, the reason I left Hearthstone is because I was really frustrated with how they were handling it. It mm-hmm. felt like they were very slow to do anything. Um, they would come out with new expansions and like they would reveal a card i'm like that card is just gonna be like annoying to play against Mm -hmm. like it's just not gonna be fun and so i think that in combination you know with burning myself out and playing too much of it and seeing the same things over and over and over again Mm -hmm. um made me just drop it and i really yeah i i guess i shouldn't say i don't miss it at all I, i probably miss it a little bit but i'm not like desperate to go back or anything yeah and there's no real reason to at all uh i was just curious and had like a little bit of time to kill and i was like oh just play a couple hands um they added like a battle pass type thing so the rewards have increased which i appreciate you know Mm. since the last time i played the game is expensive but they definitely dish out the rewards um a lot of coins they're giving away a lot of card packs uh, so it's easier to get that stuff, but it's just still so damn hard and expensive to like get those legendary cards, you know, and those really that's like what every deck is just built around are these legendary cards and you just have to disenchant so many to make one of these and then even epic cards are like 800 dust. So it's just so taxing. And then what sucks, too, is you invest and this has happened to me in the past, Ben is you invest time and, and money technically into it and you play for a little bit and then a new expansion comes out. Right. And your your things that you just 
invested in are no longer viable or good. Right. And then you have to do it all over again, you know, right. and then invest time, more time, more money. So they've done a really good job of like keeping people on the drip feed, you know, and invested yeah. monetarily in the game for sure. Well, I can imagine <laughs> it's it's extra tough for you because I, on some level, I, I pretty much enjoyed playing all the classes, but mm-hmm. I know you're like, it's Warrior. Like, disenchant yeah. everything. And I love Paladin too. <laughs> okay. I just can't pa- Paladin it. and Warrior. Uh, yeah. But like, you know, depending on the meta, it's like, well, Warrior just sucks. Like, there's no, yeah. you know, and that, that that's always tough to go through as well is, is you know, do you enjoy the meta? How long does that meta last? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I just, I just felt like when a new expansion came out, what would happen to me is like the point of it getting stale, like was quicker and quicker basically. Yeah. But. Yeah. And then it just started making me think about blizzard, you know, yeah. like what, what are you even doing blizzard? Like I don't even play your games anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, just world of Warcraft still kicking with their expansions. Starcraft two is kind of just existing. Diablo three is existing. Well, I'm I'm really hopeful for Diablo two resurrected, which the yeah. impressions unfortunately we didn't get in, but the impressions in the closed alpha were extremely positive. And I I like I just love Diablo, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm really hopeful for Diablo four. Totally. Um, so we'll see. I think Me if Diablo four is bad, then it's I don't know, man. Blizzard needs a win basically yeah. and yeah. not not like a bad remake out the win. gate and then get better later too what's like that? that's what happened with four might be bad out of the gate and then get better later that's what happened with three kind of yeah the thing is and maybe i'm wrong but i don't know if they could i i i think today's gaming climate is so much different than it was yeah the the court of public opinion would would yeah. be pretty against it for yeah because it diablo 3 took a while to reinvent yeah. itself i don't know if they could yeah they could get away with that again yeah and it just like made me think about you know free-to-play games and live service and how long games live for these yeah. days and it's like there's nothing wrong with having your game last for you know five ten whatever years but when all of your games have been out for so many years now it's like dude let's get yeah. some fresh stuff going yeah. So yeah, just just Hearthstone made me think about the company as a whole and the state of that game and all their games and 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 that's what's so annoying about Blizzard. Like, let's get some stuff going. Like that mm-hmm. was Overwatch. That was them getting stuff going. Yeah, right. And like, yeah, you know, that was a phenomenal success. But now it's just like, I am not a dedicated Overwatch player, so I'm sure people could correct me. But from the outside looking in, it just seems like it's completely petered off. Like it doesn't yeah. really seem like they're doing any major changes. We're just kind of from the outside looking in for sure, yes. Ben. It feels like it hasn't done anything since like Fortnite, Call of Duty, Warzone, Battle yeah. Royale days. I, I just feel like <laughs> people are just kind of sitting on their hands waiting for Overwatch Two, and we don't know when that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it. I just don't think Blizzard does a great job of keeping the fire going. Yeah. Um, it's been it, chilly. As much as as much as some other companies uh, can do, and and to be fair to Blizzard, they're doing a lot, right? All of their games are trying to be True, yeah. these ongoing big things. Yeah, kind of a different so. situation than CD Projekt, who's coming off of a win slash loss with Cyberpunk. Just this revered I, studio. I go ahead and call that a loss. Yeah, money would say otherwise. Well, I suppose. 
<laughs> but it's like court of public opinion yeah again, though. court of public opinion, big though but it's like that's all they're doing versus yeah blizzard is doing a lot but... um yeah sorry not to cut you off but ian you are going to be streaming soon and i want to get uh, a little bit of time in for the the back half of the show so we are gonna move on sorry i know we're talking about fewer games than we normally do but i think they were pretty meaty discussions mm-hmm. for i think for we some got into the weeds we got into the weeds uh it is time for the hotake oh and uh i feel like i've done a couple of these recently but i couldn't not do a resident evil hotake uh, and you know, you were talking about conversations. You're talking about game length and stuff like that. Something, a conversation that's been cropping up that I think is really interesting, and I'm curious to get your guys' take. Um, so, Lady Dimitrescu, is that how you say that? <laughs> More or I less. Think so. Okay. More or less. Lady D, for the the sake of simplicity, yeah. uh, blew up. Right, like became became like. Is the, is the it character yeah. of the moment, right? I think mm-hmm. that's totally fair to say. And Capcom has really emphasized that. Also, again, spoiler warning for Resident Evil Village, if you don't want to hear anything, you can skip this section. Timestamps are in the description. Uh, anyway, Lady D, huge part of the marketing. Uh, Very really huge. Into, yeah, really <sighs> leaned into it. Not in the game that much definitely has a role to play, but you kind of get past the first part and she's not there anymore. So I've seen some people being like, Whoa, I thought she was going to be around a lot more. I thought she was going to be a bigger character. Do you think the marketing was deceptive or unfair Mm. in the case of resident evil village? No way. Brandon Jones, baby check the tape so many times before this game came out is like, Wow, I really hope uh, Capcom was expecting this character to to get big because, you know, they might kill her off in the very beginning or something. Mm-hmm. You know, they might get rid of her. They might shoo her away in the very beginning. Like, Brandon Jones a hundred times was like, really hope this character is, like, the main villain of the game because, you know, I'm, I'm not expecting much. Well, but, so, like... It's all just expectations. Omar walked through the living room right. as I was playing Village and, like he happened to walk through right when I was fighting her, you know, and, and, and like the end of her. And he was like, well, she's done already. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, does, doesn't that, don't you find that disappointing? Because like, she was like the main cell of this game. And I was like, not at all, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that. What I thought was going to be the whole game was only the first fourth. Hell yeah. Like that's exciting to me because yeah. now I, it's uncharted territory um in hindsight like is the castle my favorite part yeah probably Mm. but like i liked every other part too yeah and it's short and sweet like my fever and hunger was still there long after we parted ways you know i wanted to learn so much more because she does have such a magnetic presence such Mm. a good character such a good voice actor motion gap whatever like everything about it commands every scene um, and we find ourselves in a Resident Evil 3 situation yet again, where it's like DLC, DLC right. here, uh, Evil Within one style executioner yeah, DLC. Yeah. Let me play Pleasure. as Lady D. Like, oh my God. straight up, dude. That perspective, please. dude. You're like yes. twelve feet tall. Please, well, uh, Hubert. <laughs> you know, you mentioned check the tape and, and expectations, but I, I don't think this is purely a, a player problem. Like Capcom. Sure generated those expectations right mm-hmm. do you think they mm-hmm. should have done that or do you think they should have 
maybe like leaned on the other lords a little bit more. Uh, so I don't think they did it. I think it was the community. Honestly, it was all the uh, cosplay. No it was way, all, And they reacted they leaned into to it. They, Then they leaned They into reacted it. Yes. to it. But I think that yeah. reaction yeah. is only fanning the flames further, no? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think but if, if, you're, if, if they had... Yeah, if, if they had shown more, the 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 discussion would be like, "Why'd you spoil the whole the whole game?" Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like sure. people would be mad about that. You know? And they did come out with the stuff stuff a little before the game came out. It was like meet the four lords, right? Yeah, you know, so they were trying to like hype up the other ones as well. Which thankfully I didn't um, see. Same, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think reacting to your community is never malicious or wrong. I think you mm-hmm. know they saw the community take it, run with it, become immediately obsessed and memey and iconic and we're just like oh you okay let's go like you love it so do we let's go (laughs) right also like of the great villains in history right like the ones that stand the test of time i think are the ones that we know a little less about Mm -hmm. like are Mm -hmm. have that air of mystique to them totally and and especially in a game built around replay uh yeah i think that so to yeah, I, I thought it was fun. To, and her boss fight was like, I was like, whoa, okay, <laughs> what's going on? To flip that question on its head, um, I'm going to say that I, I do agree, Huber. I think you're right on the money that her performance is great. And I do think she's a really good character. I actually don't even think it's like anything within the game itself. But when I got to the castle, you know, after the multiple demos and mm-hmm. at all, like nonstop Lady D for a long time <laughs> she just wasn't sure. she just wasn't that special to me anymore like oh. when when she when she like was chasing me i was like yeah i knew this was gonna happen like i, I do you think that you know they showed too much do you think these companies like get caught up into these these like kind of fervorous promotion cycles that it it can it can ruin what may otherwise be very impactful moments of the game yeah, they, I think every company shows too much. That's why I try to take it upon myself to media blackout. Uh, you know, every you have to assume that every trailer is showing things from seventy percent of the way into said product. Yeah. Um. So a lot of it is on the consumer to try to avoid to the best they can. Sometimes it's impossible. Um. But yeah, I think people show too much. But at the same time, like Ian was saying, I was shocked how much they didn't show yeah. and didn't yeah. reveal. That's fair. Um so I was actually pretty impressed with what they withheld. I was I was I was happy I, with the marketing. Yeah. I, I I think they showed great restraint by keeping most of the promotional materials to the castle and to the the family. The the consequence of that is that people then thought, well this is the game. Mm-hmm. Um and so like naturally when that section's only 4 hours long or whatever, um, people are going to be like, well, what the hell? I thought that was the game, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I ultimately think it's a good thing that, that the, the thing I was more surprised about was that the daughters didn't have a more substantial mm-hmm. role. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I thought you kind of dealt with them pretty quickly. DLC. Um, yeah. <laughs> DLC. Everything, uh, DLC, a uh, DLC there, DLC. Why should there be DLC? like 30 pieces of DLC for Village? <laughs> Hey, dude, um, <laughs> I'd play him. Yeah, I, on, on one hand, you're definitely not wrong about the restraint because, like, House uh, Beneviento, what they didn't, they didn't like show. I mean, or like fully embargoed. Yeah, yeah, fully embargoed like, that, was like as amazing. it should be. Yeah, and and how 
restraint, how, how much restraint they show with Mother Miranda herself. Yeah. I think yeah. was also very, very good. Well, and like that, that first cutscene that's actually pretty early in the game, it's even before you get to the castle. Um, when you see all the lords, and I hadn't seen that other video, that trailer about the other lords. So like when that little doll comes out and there's like a weird, like lumpy guy, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, there's char- there are characters in this game, and they're like weird. Welcome to the family, uh, son. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the family, son. I was like, this is dope. You know, like it was a super cool reveal for me, having known nothing about that. So yeah. Do you just playing devil's advocate here, kind of going back to Lady D and and how much of like a meme and and social media firestorm she became? Do you think? She got over-sexualized at all? Do you think they leaned into that aspect of her character too much? Like, not... When I say they, I just kind of mean in a general sense. Both community and and company. I don't think Capcom. I didn't see any official things from Capcom sexualizing her. Um... I didn't see I mean, it. If it's out there, let me know. I didn't see it. Obviously, I mean, the community... in the game, you definitely get some fun angles, you know, on, on her. Yeah. But, I mean, like... She was, she's a giantess yeah. like you're gonna see she is properly awesome. yes yeah yeah, uh, yeah. But, like i was just shocked how much even after all the hype even after all the expectations and hype how much i i still am obsessed with her and how much she just commanded every single scene and i was just like you want her to step on you yes please yeah and i want to be her i want to be her in dlc it's my only wish for her post Village release that, okay. stuff. That's bullshit. Like, let's... That is not your only wish. You and I both <laughs> yeah, know. It. <laughs> we have to call bullshit on yeah. that one. You... This is my Fair only enough. Wish. Fair yeah. enough. No, yeah. She. I mean, I read an article by. I don't remember what it was in, but they like interviewed a, a sex therapist. But like, why did people go so gaga about this lady? What oh, was the conclusion? Good. Yeah. The 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 basic gist of it is like, uh, like heterosexual men want to be dominated but in a socially acceptable way so like a a woman that's bigger than you will dominate you without you feeling like you're sacrificing your manhood or what i don't know whatever that's deep um shit yeah that was just one theory but like i'm just like yo she's just a big 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 powerful lady man like get after it though the sisters to me were like really good what the fuck just happened dude check the tape oh I like a sharp dude. It's like I just got stabbed with a knife. Are you okay? That, you I'm fine. I'm fine. No, I'm fine. Okay. That was bizarre. What caused it? I don't sudden? know. I don't know. It was like a right here. Maybe there's a ghost, dude. Dude, that was so weird. Like it sent a shiver it was, down it was my like spine. Capcom being like, we know you want more than just to be. <laughs> yeah. Like me. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Sorry. No, you're good. Are we ready for some emails? Are you ready for some emails? emails? Yes. Every time you, you say that, it makes me think that. Yeah, I like it. Dude, can you imagine like DLC where you can just like slash those claws? Just like, oh yeah, <sighs> man. And it's like It'd be amazing. They they ramp up the gore, and it's just like because the head mm-hmm. pop sound in Village yeah. is so good. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. You know, all we're gonna get is her in three months added to Reverse, right? Huber, I am. You shut I up. Wanna, like, I want to kick you from the Zoom call. You shut your you horror shut mouth. Your mouth. <laughs> I'm just expecting the worst. Okay, Re- Resident Evil Three Remake. Lady D scarred is, me. Is too good for Reavers. Yeah. She's too Hope good for, for the her. best. Plan for the worst. Yeah, yeah. The lack of DLC scarred me. I should say that specifically. I just kept. I that, kept waiting for it. I was like, oh, it's coming. It's. Go- 
Oh, that would be really worse did. than anything. Yeah, no DLC yeah. is worse than anything. Yeah, I'm worried there's gonna be no DLC. Yeah, I, I expect DLC. there not to be. Honestly, and you, you'll be you'll be safe. Protect your heart. <laughs> Hubert, <sighs> I just want to tell you, every time I feel like you're on a frame trap, I always have to redo specifically the timestamp of the first email. Sorry. It's okay. I'm really truly not upset. It's just That's hilarious. That's gift. It's just hilarious every time. <laughs> Uh, all right, our first email comes in from Chris Bach. He says, hey, Ben and Allies, growing up, my parents were deathly afraid of being hacked. So re they refused to let me connect my console to the internet or play any online games on PC. It wasn't until I was 17, which was when the PS4 and Xbox One came out, oh, I feel old, that I convinced them to connect my <laughs> consoles to the internet. Although I regret not even being able to play online with friends, this decision also caused me to appreciate video game stories more as it basically became my main deciding factor for games. Nowadays, having a single player slash campaign is very important to me as those are the games I mostly buy now and I'm very also very reluctant to play good but online only games like Apex Legends, Overwatch, and League where the story is mainly told through other media. No so, Fortnite, dude, what's up? So my question is, did anything in your guys' past later affect your current gaming habits like financial restraints, internet access, or parental interference? Gamefly... Mm further enhanced my obsession with finishing games to credits. So you could you'd get, put that disc in and... Yep, yep. yep you get the game, can't send it back till I beat it. So it just really, like, nailed that down, and now I, I still, to this day, I just have to beat games. Unless it's Returnally, and I, I don't know, man. I'm nervous to get back yeah, in Yeah, it's, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Be excited. I, think, I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> I think my early interactions online um, and, like, being sworn at by a little kid, like, definitely colored my opinion on some of that. I was like, all right, I don't I don't need to dedicate too much energy to this. And what's like, funny is I feel like nothing has changed, you know? like No, not yeah. a thing. Not a damn thing. Uh, yeah. Getting my uh, old graphics card, too, for Rainbow Six. I bought Rainbow Six 1 at an EB Games because it was on the display computer. And my brother and I were like, dude, we got to get this game. This is sick, dude. Plan your infiltrations. One shot, one kill. Cool. Got that was home. a quote. That was exact conversation. The exact word conversation. Word for word. Yeah. Word, for word. <laughs> Didn't work on the computer. Took it back. Was like, why is this not working? They're like, oh, you need a graphics card. What's that? Next thing you know, I'm, I'm reading magazines looking at how to get a graphics card in a computer. The rest is history. I love... Like especially old graphics card boxes, like the art yep. that they had was, was like, like a oh, yeah. voodoo ugly, something. Ugly absurd. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Were absurd. Yeah. Like a skull with like yeah. Rainbow Six one times voodoo something. I'm sure we could track right. down what it was. It was a voodoo yep. something. something. Um, we always we would have we would play a lot of LAN parties at my house. Like my house is the house that everyone would come and hang out at, mm -hmm. and like we had three or four computers because what what would happen is my dad would get a computer and then all the computers would shift down one down the family. So then I would get nice. the old one and then my sister would get my old one. Uh, so eventually we had enough computers to the like, giant. you know, play, play stronghold or day of defeat that, or whatever with everybody at the house, that, Starcraft and stuff. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like that's insanely awesome. That <laughs> yeah. just in your family, you could all do that. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Um, is it calm? We're going to calm stalking. <laughs> yeah, we're going to call Comdex? Comdex, yeah. Something like that. Uh, you know, growing up, 
I, what games I could get was limited to my parents and like, you know, you'd be like, you'd have to like wait for holidays and stuff or like just be content with renting things, which is totally fine and good. But oh, like there were just so consoles. many games that I wanted and obviously nothing's changed. And so I think the restraint that I w- had enforced on me as a kid has made me extra unrestrained now because it's like <laughs> no one's stopping me. Like I can hit by. You can't stop yeah. me. And so I think I think it has helped cultivate that attitude. Absolutely. Man, you just made me think back to the days of like renting a console from the yep. video vault in my hometown. Like, oh God, just so good. Yeah. Ugh. Renting Ugh. a PlayStation with Resident Evil, dude. Oh, dude. See, I, I rented a PlayStation <laughs> with Parappa the Rapper and Mega Man X4, which I've said before, but it's like those like what a great weekend to spend with a PlayStation. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah, was, dude, that was a very formative experience. I have a distinct memory of the feeling of sitting down and playing Parappa the Rapper. Like, it just felt so fresh and good. Yeah. yeah. It, and like, yeah. Ugh, yeah. All right. Um, time for our next email here, which comes in from Quick Huber, Max. interrupt him somehow. <laughs> Brazil! Hey, uh, about Parappa the Rapper. Hi, Alice. <laughs> I was recently going through some of my old PS2 games and nestled between the mini discs, I found Sky Gunner, published by Atlas in 2002. I think this is the game that I... Sky Gunner. I like the name. No, it's not the game I was thinking of. Okay. Um... Oh, no, it's a Sky Gunner! Run! <laughs> Uh, published by Atlas in 2002, Sky Gunner is a third-person combat flight simulation game with a wonderful anime aesthetic, vibrant world, memorable characters, and smooth gameplay. I played this game endlessly for a few years when it came out, shelved it, and slowly forgot about it. It never had a sequel, no one ever talks about it, and I haven't thought about it for the last 10 years. After I found it again, you bet I popped that sucker into my still-working PS2 and had a great time. It felt like being reunited with a childhood friend. Has something like this ever happened to you? Have you read discovered a game that meant so much to you a long time ago but somehow you forgot about it over time are there any games from your childhood that no one ever talk about talks about but you feel like deserves a sequel this game looks really cool sky gunner yeah man wow wow dude it looks so good (laughs) it gives you dreamcast vibes yeah blade runner very hardcore dreamcast vibes Blade Runner designs as well. This game, Blade Runner, is just it's so good. And there's apparently a really good uh restoration on on GOG or whatever. Um only because I think Kotaku or Polygon just did an article about they finally played it. I'm gonna say Alien Isolation. Deserves a game from your childhood though. A sequel, damn it. Oh yeah, childhood. Childhood. I appreciate the shout out. Childhood. Childhood. Zork Nemesis. Uh, I got a couple while you're thinking. Um, both of them are Disney games. Uh, World of Illusion on the Genesis. Uh, such a fun platformer. I feel like people always talk about the other one, like Castle of Illusion. Mickey Mania, dude. And Mickey Mania, but World of Illusion Magic. is really, really good. Okay. Also, Quackshot, okay, yeah. where Donald Duck is basically Indiana Jones. And he travels the world, and his gun shoots plungers at the wall, which suck onto the wall, and you can use them as platforms. That and it's fun. so much fun, and no I one like I ever talks about it or remembers it. And it's really fun. That sounds fun. I wonder if I like Capcom the old like. That. 
I like all those old like Broderbund or whatever games like um, Treehouse and like I want to say um, uh, what's her name? Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Like those mm. games are sick. My my wife uh, keeps wanting me to find a way to play this like super old Carmen Sandiego game, but she has a disc for it and I can't get it to work and she just wants to play it so bad. So that's, that's got to do it. Yeah. Dude, uh, PageMaster, the original PageMaster PC Page game Master. was sick. I loved the PageMaster movie. I feel like I played the PageMaster in the Genesis, but I don't really remember. There's it. the there's a console PageMaster that's like a side scroller that's like notoriously horrible. The P the PC one is dope. It's like a it's like a puzzly point and click adventure game. Mm. It's sick, man. Okay, real quick, look at this look at this Quackshot cover art in Slack in random. Sick. Yeah. You got one, Huber? Uh, Evil Within. I don't give a shit how old I was. It's the most underrated game ever made. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll take it. We'll take it. Evil Within 1 is phenomenal. Uh, You know what I would have said for real, Ben, but it's already happened, dude? Streets of Rage, man. Streets of Rage 1, 2, 3 came out. Bam, 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 like 90, 90, 91, 94 or something. And then just gone. It was Streets of Rage. Uh, I definitely would have said that. Taking this point, Golden Axe. Golden Axe. Golden Axe. Wasn't what there some doing? 360 crap one? I, I haven't played yeah, it. I Apparently they, it was abysmal. Yeah. But like bring yeah. it back Streets of Rage 4 style. It deserves yes. that level of respect. Dude, Golden After Axe Shredder's Revenge, man. Golden Axe. Golden Axe yes. 2 I loved as a kid. Golden yes. Axe 1, baby. I mean, shit, dude. Even Shenmue got a sequel. Like, yeah. I, I don't Come deserve on, to even... You could do yeah. it. You could do it. Just like Four lie to go, and Shenmue. say it's like Game of Thrones to get people into it or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I can't, can't think of any. You know what? We'll take Evil Within. Yeah, take it. Take when it. you play Evil Within, you're a child at heart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Huber's always a child at heart. Zork <laughs> yes. Nemesis. What is Zork Nemesis? Yeah, what is Zork, Zork Nemesis, dude? That game rules. Sounds All cool. those old, like, what that is. first-person puzzle games. I just love them so much. Yeah, there's got to be a Dreamcast game, dude. That's like a one-off, dude. Blue Stinger. Blue, Blue that's Stinger. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Get, let's get a sequel to Blue Stinger. Um, the first one was so janky, but it's like... Dude, I could have been awesome. I always wanted to play Blue Stinger, but it was M, and so I couldn't get it. And then, like, years later, I was, like, working for game trailers, and we went to Game Dude. Yeah. And... I bought a copy of Blue Stingers and it didn't work. Damn it! Uh, work. I've so got still, it. That's yeah, real mine. I still dude. haven't been able to play Blue Singer because of that. Which is really game annoying. dude usually has great quality stuff. Um, I have another really good one okay. that that sometimes I f- I forget or forget to mention because Dino Crisis kind of takes its height. Oh, okay, okay. Nightmare creatures, man. Yeah, you're a big ah. Nightmare creatures fan. Nightmare freaking creatures. We got a sequel and it was cool. But again, like a franchise that seems just perfect hey, to make a comeback. The, the fact that like Shadow Man made a comeback. Yeah. Anything is possible. Yeah. Dude, Have a, you guys a heard Nightmare of this? Creatures remaster. Have that you guys was, heard of this old... Um, some, there's this company that used to make games called Konami. <laughs> oh, God, don't. 
Don't. They, don't. they had some really good ones when I was our, a kid, like Sukoden and Castlevania. Our last and email. Nightmare <laughs> Creatures 2, I think, was Our last on. email comes in from James. He says, greetings, Ben, and participating allies. I'm growing tired of seeing the same franchises repurposing the same formulas over and over again. I know they sell well, but is this what video games have to be these days? Just money vacuums appeasing capitalism. RPG shooters yes. with health bars and numbers flying off enemies, the bombardment of looter shooters and semi-open world experiences we've seen a thousand times before. True innovation really seems hard to come by. Japanese games seem to toe the line and produce the pristine quality many of us crave, but I feel like even they're going through the motions, just that those motions are far more flamboyant and enjoyable. What do you think? You guys agree with this? I think look to the indie scene. Uh, I yeah. think like it, it's it, much like movies and stuff. Like the higher the budget, the the higher the number of people they have to reach to recoup their losses. So the more lowest common denominator you have to aim at, or like you have to please more people. So, so like yeah, you just gotta look at the weird stuff. So it's funny because like. How do I how do I explain my feelings into words? The the crux of human even, experience right there. Yes. Even games that aren't doing anything new to me usually feel new because technology is always advancing. Hmm. You know? So hmm. even Resident Evil Village isn't necessarily doing anything groundbreaking or brand new or like I've never seen that before, but it's like looks and feels better than it ever has because we're on a new console. There's new tech. Tech is always pushing. Yeah. Um, so something like Last of Us Part Two, you know, not really doing anything. They do some new shit, obviously, with their tech. But, like, you're doing a lot of things you've been doing your whole life playing video games, well, but it still feels freaking new because of the way it's told and the tech being used. Put to... Counter the, like, gameplay-wise, I see what you're saying with Last of Us mm -hmm. Part Two, but I think mm -hmm. in terms of how they tell the story and character yeah. representation, that is still yeah. pretty new territory. And it feels new and fresh, uh, yeah. It, yeah, or, or relatively new, I should say. And Resident Evil, I think, is also a good example where, yes, you're right, I don't think any one element in here is, is quote-unquote groundbreaking mm -hmm. or never seen before, but I yep. think the way that it's all mixed together, it Boom. feels very new and exciting. Yes. Also, Returnal... Like, I'm amazed that that game exists. Like, it, mm -hmm. it, it, again, like, yes. It's got some balls. It's got some balls, yeah. man. Like, yes, it is a roguelike. <laughs> yes, you know, it is inspired by things that other things have been inspired by. But Bullet I, I think, hell, yeah. I think the way that it, it blends it all together, like, it, it feels like a very distinct experience, yep. in my opinion. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I, I never get the, the, yeah. the, 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 like, oh, this feels like, in I mean, some lesser games do. Like, obviously, like, some games just yeah. kind of come out and you're okay being a 7 and being exactly what you think it's going to be, and that's that's fine as is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, and, like, the money printers, like, you know, Madden and Call of Duty and whatever, mm -hmm. it's, like, it, it's working. Like, yeah. why would they change it? Like, yeah. And First they do. They paint. change some stuff up, but, yeah, like... yeah. Because yeah. that mean, feeling, sorry, Ben, mm. really good. That feeling I really like sometimes, like Assassin's Creed. Right. I love the familiarity. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I certainly, I certainly get where this email is coming from. But from my perspective, I think the industry is in a very good place. I definitely think there are things that you can look at in recent years that 
were very rehashed or like are very cynical. And that 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 exists. I think that is is something that is happening in the industry. I, I do think there are good examples of what this question asking is mm-hmm. uh, trying to bring to light. But I don't think it's the whole industry. And I think there are enough exciting things going on. There's enough innovation. There is enough quality. There is enough trying to push things forward that I'm still super excited and interested in this hobby that I've literally dedicated my life to, you know, mm-hmm. there's so. so many options. Yeah. Yeah. So many. Um, and it's, I think what sucks is when you run into situations where it's like, yeah, no one can still get their hands on a PS five. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that's which I just, stuff. I just read that's probably going to happen into next year was the headline potentially. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. I just read that yesterday. They're like, uh, it's looking likely. Not confirmed yet, but I wonder I what which game is driving the fervor for the the five, or if it's just that it just the idea of a new console, system. Yeah, just, just yeah. yeah. Well, even even to play old games, like I think it's the scarcity as well. Because I remember, yeah, when the Wii was really scarce, both for myself and like others around me. I think people were just like so Gaga obsessed with the idea of getting one that that became more dominant than like what am I actually going to play mm-hmm. on this. Right, because like, really, it's got three games, like four games. Well, dude, maybe. a lot of people when I was streaming were like, uh, "I think I need to get a PS5 for God of War, like 2018 mm. God of War, because mm. it runs at 60 frames now. Yeah. It looks ridiculous." Yeah. Like, yeah, some of the upscaling, <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah, is really good. Yeah. I assume we'll see Last of Us at E3 Part Two patch. You know, oh, you know what's really good. Both of you, wonderful panelists. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, thank you to everybody who sent in an email. If you would like to send in an email, the address is askeasyallies at gmail.com. One more time, that is askeasyallies at gmail.com. Also in the description of where you're watching this, hopefully. Um, and yeah, once again, thanks to Ian. Thanks to Huber. And Absolutely. until next time.